0: Pot gold.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of Ramble by the River. I'm your host, Jeff Nesbitt, and we've got a great show for you today. It is Saturday, October 1st, 2022, and I'm in a good mood. It's a good day. No, no this is going to be a really quick intro because the episode today is long. So, Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about my week. I did Hood to Coast. Ran Hood to Coast, the, the relay race this year. It's, it's the longest relay race in the United States, I think. Maybe the world. That's what they say on Wikipedia. It was the longest one in the world, but I don't always believe that. It is long as fuck, though. It was 199 miles, 200 miles of uh, running. You take turns, so you don't have to run the whole thing. It's not horrible. I had a good time had a really good time. My team was cool. I had good people in my van. Shout out to my Hoodie Coast team, North Jetty Brew crew. And yeah, I had a really good time. I did get injured a little bit halfway through uh, my second leg, which was at like two in the morning. I pulled a muscle in my calf and it made it very difficult to continue. I did though. I finished just with a much slower pace. Overall, I was sore for a few days afterwards and that's it. But it was a really good time. I enjoyed I enjoyed it quite a lot. Another new thing that happened for the first time this week is that I traveled to Portland to interview a comedian. It was fun. The guy's name was Alex Falcone, and I've seen him online before, and he, I thought he was pretty funny. My wife ended up booking me the interview, and it went great. I had a really good time. While I was there, I went up there to Helium Comedy Club and caught their open mic night. It was really fun. I even put in my name to get some stage time but they didn't didn't give me any it's okay they said that it takes a few times before they'll let you go up which is cool because it actually was really interesting to see comedians doing the work and and trying jokes and stuff it was fun it's first time i've ever been to a comedy show by myself first time i've ever been to an open mic so it was like the only comedy i've seen has been professionals and very polished and this was definitely not that it was way more informal but it was really fun I, i had a great night I'm going to go back. I'm not sure if I'm going to go back this week, but I'm going to try to get up there and do some jokes. I think it'd be fun. The way that their open mic night works is that they post a list, and you have to go put your name on the list if you want to try to get some stage time, and then an hour and a half later, they will put the list on the wall outside the bar. So I had to go there at five, I think, or six. I don't know. I don't remember. But I had to go there, put my name on the list, and then just wait around for like two hours. And so I did that, and my plan was just to work on my material in that time. And then I realized, like, oh, shit, my phone's at 10%. It was kind of scary because, not scary, but I did almost get stranded in a bad neighborhood in Portland without a phone. So I had taken my phone with me, and that was my only way to get anywhere because that's where I have all my money. I didn't bring a bunch of cash, and I didn't bring, I brought my ID and my health insurance card in case I got hit by a bus and my phone. And with my phone I was using it to get a lift. So I'd call Lyft or Uber, not call. That makes me sound so old, but I get on the Lyft app and find a find a ride and then oh shit, my phone's at 10%. I did not plan this well. So I just turned it off and I just waited around, told time by the sun and just worked on my material in my head. It didn't matter anyway, I didn't get a spot, but it was fun to kind of be in crunch time. And have that adrenaline rush of like, you might actually have to go up and say these things to people soon. So you better make sure they sound okay. I liked that. I thought that was fun. So I'm going to try it again, but we'll see how it goes. How about some news and current events? I scanned the Apple News and most of it was not something I gave a shit about. I did see one though that caught my attention. Lisa Kudrow the actress who became a household name in the mid-90s for her work on the NBC smash hit, Friends, is facing some harsh criticism this week. Known for her brilliant portrayal of an autistic adult living on her own in New York City, Kudrow stole the show and America's hearts with her goofy delivery and strained relationship with social norms. She was an American institution. I mean, who could forget Smelly Cat? The time she changed her name to Princess Consuela Banana Hammock or the time that she thought a cat was her mom she was america's sweetheart we loved lisa kudrow we loved phoebe phoebes we used to call her but apparently she's the rudest celebrity of all time according to spencer the guy off of the hills according to buzzfeed which feels horrible to cite, this week spencer pratt made headlines after he said on TikTok that Lisa Kudrow was the rudest celebrity he's ever met. Former reality TV star and entrepreneur Bethany Frankel also left a comment about Lisa. That's crazy, she said. She was on my talk show and I had a crazy experience also. Initially, Bethany didn't elaborate on why she wrote that, but now Spencer's story has made headlines and Bethany shared what she meant. So basically what happened, it was the time when I think it was The Hills, Laguna Beach. Those two shows were, I think, the same to me. But they were all the rage. And these, these kids, basically, had become very famous very quickly. And now they were in Hollywood, right? So they were at a party. And uh, Lisa Kudrow came up and she said, Hey, you better get away from this guy. He's got serial killer eyes. I thought that was pretty funny. This guy, Spencer, he said, Hands down, one of the worst humans I've ever come in contact with. By far, he said. Right in front of me at a party, she tells Heidi that she needs to get away from me as fast as possible because I'm going to murder her and that I have serial killer eyes. (laughs) Well, that is hilarious. So my take on this is that she was probably joking. Her deadpan delivery makes it even funnier. The guy clearly didn't know she was joking. And if she wasn't joking, it was probably a reasonable... Warning. That chick probably should get away from that guy. He does have serial killer eyes. I think really what most likely happened is that Lisa Kudrow was like, Who the fuck is this guy? Coming in, taking all the good shit off the craft services table. He doesn't, he's not even a real Hollywood person. He's a reality star. Fuck this guy and his serial killer eyes. That's just my take. But you got to remember that this is at a time when reality stars were detested by the public. Everyone was talking shit about them. This was like the Jersey Shore days. We cannot hold it against Lisa Kudrow, because this guy was probably completely unaware how many people were actually talking shit behind his back, right? Serial killer eyes are the least of his problems. And they're obvious. Everyone can see his face. She couldn't have been the only one to notice. She was just the only one brave enough and kind enough to say it to his face. That's my take. So the episode today is a doozy. It was a pain in the butt to make. What happened is that I had Paul scheduled, Paul Blaylock. He's a friend of mine from back, 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 way back, back in the day. He's also a commercial fisherman and a dad, and he's a lot of other things, and he's a very interesting guy, and I was excited to have him on the show. So I got him in here, and it happened to be on a very warm day. Too warm, in fact, and we're in a crab shed, no ventilation up here in the top. Heat rises, right? It certainly does. It got too hot. It got so hot, in fact, that we lost the podcast because the computer shut down to save itself and it died. We all were devastated because a few minutes into the podcast, Jeff Hilton showed up to drop off my ladder. And I just told him, come on up. Him and Paul are old friends, too. And I thought we could have a pop in and make it make it a threesome. It'd be fun. Jeff was extremely hot, too. He ended up popping the shirt off and sweating all over the place, and we made lots of jokes about that, and it was fun. I had a great time. Didn't realize till the very end that the whole show was a waste of time. Yeah. Anyway, so we tried again. I invited Paul back, and I said, Jeff, you might as well pop back in, too. We'll just do it it again completely. Just try to do it just like we did last time, and that didn't work at all. We didn't even really try to make it the same as the time before because you can't lightning doesn't strike twice. You can't do the same thing again, but it really was a struggle because something had happened to my computer and it kept crashing. So over and over again we tried to film and crash crash crash. So there was several starts and stops and several restarts and when all was said and done, I think we probably recorded 6 hours of content for this podcast episode and cut it down to two, because we lost a lot of it, and it ended up making a funny show. So, this is hands down the episode of the podcast that I have spent the most time on, by far. Probably double the second place, it's just insane. What I had to do to make this work was record a backup track during the actual recording for Hilton, and then I layered that track with the track from my main mics, And then I had to sit there through the entire conversation and toggle which speaker it was. So the entire thing is edited that way, and it was really hard. So I don't know. I hope you guys like it. I like it. I think it's cool. I think it's funny. These guys are the best. We uh, got really drunk. I was very stressed out, and I kept drinking. Jeff and Paul also kept drinking. It gets a little sloppy. I'll be honest. It's not appropriate for kids. If you have your children with you, send them away or turn this off. You don't need to have them uh, exposed to these drunken fools. That being said, it's pretty funny, I thought. Anyway, if you want to reach out to us on social media, you can find Ramble by the River on Facebook at Ramble by the River and you can find Ramble by the River on Twitter at Ramble River Pod. Also, Instagram at Ramble by the River. If you want to suggest a guest or possibly advertise on the show or something like that, you can reach us at admin1, A-D-M-I-N, the number one, at ramblebytheriver.com and let us know what's up. All of this information, plus much more, can be found at ramblebytheriver.com. Ramble by the River is supported by the generous contributions of our listeners. Now, you're probably listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or a similar free provider, but did you know there's actually a place where you can get early access to episodes, merch drops, bonus features behind the scenes regular updates and access to messaging with yours truly it's called patreon patreon is a service that allows us to provide premium content at a small subscription fee and really just creates a community for the show it gives us a place to connect. You can connect with other members of the Patreon, and you can connect with me. You can ask me direct questions. We can do Q&As. We can do meet and greets. We can do all kinds of stuff. That's also the first place where I'll post the content that is experimental. If I decide to make an episode that's a little, little different than the other ones, I'll try it out on the Patreon. In addition to those things, subscribers get access to Ramble on the Road, the companion podcast to Ramble by the River. That's a show where I get a little bit more personal, talk about my Pains and sorrows my hopes and dreams it's a good show I treat it like a therapy session I pretty much just ramble stream of consciousness style and I have a good time I also like to include lots of music and stuff it's it's a fun show I enjoy making that one probably the most of all if you're a regular listener to these free episodes and you are going to love the extras that come along with this membership so do yourself a favor and head on over to ramblebytheriver.com click subscribe at the top of the page select your subscription tier and get listening today My guests today, and I say guests because we have two, are Paul Blaylock Jr. and Jeffrey James Hilton. These are two of my good buddies from back in the day. You've heard Jeff on the show many times. He is a good friend of Paul's as well and popped in for a little bit of a cameo on this episode. He talked a little bit too much in the first half and I had to tell him to shut up in the second half and it made things awkward, but uh, you know, you live and learn. Hosting is hard. I'm not even sure if it was the right call. This was a hard one. I was very stressed and you can tell it shows in, It shows a lot in the final product. So bear with me, have some patience, have some compassion and have some fun. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this and I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the show. Without further ado, please enjoy this wonderful podcast with the delightful and charming Paul Blaylock Jr. and Jeffrey James Hilton. You better not steal their identities. <laughs>
2: Ain't nobody take
1: Yeah, Jeff, this mic is for you. The headphone situation, Jeff. Well, the headphone situation is this. You can wear headphones so that you feel like you're part of the group. But they won't actually be doing anything. They will be not connected to
0: anything.
1: Well, in a way, that kind of describes my whole life. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we can plug them in. But the thing is, you can either, either you can be on the headphones with me and Paul, where you hear us, or one where you're alone and you only hear yourself. I'll just go without. Okay. You sure? Mm-hmm. I think I'm, uh, besides Jeff,
0: I think I'm the most veteran ramble person, so, so I'm going to try one without headphones this
1: time. See how? It looks like you're picking up pretty nice on that. See how it goes. I'll scoot a little closer. Yeah, that one works. uh yeah. Bought some coke again, if you
0: like. What's up with the soda? I I didn't know you were a soda. Soda. That's fine. Oh, oh.
1: This is gonna be interesting because him and I interact completely different than the way you and I interact. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. Um, we were just. We keep trying to explain what happened the other day. Yeah, and it's again now that Jeff's here again. Yeah. So it was too fucking hot. This we're in the top. We're in the top of a crab shed, and it's a pole building. There's no ventilation up here. And it got really hot. I was setting up up here before, and I got drenched in sweat before Paul even got here. <laughs> and then when he got here, it was just uh, it was uh, quite a bit worse. So yeah, I that couldn't e- focus. E- heat, right, that evening heat was had to be like Baking us 100 uh, 95. I yeah. think it was over 100 degrees up here mm-hmm. by yeah. a far, by far. Because um, I don't know when an Apple computer shuts off, <laughs> but it overheated and shut off my computer. Yeah, we lost the entire show. So. That's why we're doing it again. We have to. Yeah. The whole thing disappeared. So, and Jeff took his shirt off for probably a good forty-five minutes. Hanging on this time, it was almost like at it least a scene from. A, it was a little homoerotic. What's that movie? You know the vampire movies that you know. It was just, just the, shiny. The right amount homoerotic, Jeff, and you know it. <laughs> uh, are you think of like interview with a vampire, or more yeah,
0: like Twilight. Twilight. There we go. Completely different. <laughs> You don't know your vampire movies. I know. He's not a movie guy. I need to get well-versed with him. You're too busy pulling animals out of the ocean
1: and killing them. I, I know it. I went fishing today. Did you? Like, I mean, I didn't fish, but I was there. You go salmon fishing? Yeah. In the river or do you go in the ocean? I don't know. Does the ocean even open anymore? Yeah. Take, okay. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't keep, I don't want anything to do with that zoo. Yeah, I didn't ask, yeah. but it, it looked about the same yeah. to me. But we started in the river. We left from Schnuth and went out. Take a oh, boat okay. chip? Go on the big boat? Yeah. It was fun. That's cool. Elsa yeah. caught a bunch of fish. Awesome. We had to throw most of them back, but the one we kept was huge. 34 that, inches. Wow. That's a yeah. whole different...
0: I mean, that's something I'm very sore about, is the whole throwing these salmon back. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. because they have they don't have they have a fin, but then you can keep a, you can keep a king regardless. And they've done genetic the genetic studies show that they're all uh, bred together anyway. There's not a true wild. The hatchery guys clip like what seventy percent of fins on a so, good year. You know
3: Brian actually you, you probably met Brian now Jeff. I okay. don't know him. Um, John's boat last
1: winter when John got hurt. Brent Brian uh, his name Camp. I don't think I know him. He's
3: so, anyway, yeah, he's, he's, he's that, from right. uh, Longview, right? And he, uh, when he was a kid, uh, well, you know, younger, he uh, was working in the hatcheries and he was in charge of the fin cliffing, right? So they, they'd have not volunteers, they'd have paid employees come in and, and clip fins for them to be released. Well, you know, he said on a good day, you know, sometimes it would be as bad as 50% were missed, you know. I uh, heard that. And, and, you know, those are supposed to be fish that are supposed to be retained, period. You know, those are, are, are hatchery raised fish. And the, the whole purpose of hatcheries is to retain those fish, you know, to, to harvest those fish. But when you have such thing as an adipose fin that's supposed to separate one from another,
0: it's, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. The you know? trouble comes into play is that salmon are so sort of sensitive to being hooked. So there's a couple things that happen. They, once you, they're in a stress situation, like biting a hook and being on the end of a the line, they release a toxin into their body which in large enough amounts kills them if you land them and you disrupt the slime on their bodies that will kill them uh, what does that slime do? it protects their keep them wet so sea th- lice yeah. disease I wouldn't I, lot, I don't know too know. much exactly there's about a it there's just they're yeah. very sensitive yeah, yeah. waterborne diseases um, they um, mm-hmm. and then if you even nick a gill or something yeah. like that which well the mortality rate i mean so we, we, actually, I, I saw that working on charter boats when i was 14 yeah, 15, so I had 15 research years research old paper
3: that was you know my junior research paper right was 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 on that uh-huh. and and i actually got hung up on twice from representatives from washington about it, really because really, i you know i had some insight i mean i i had I'd, I'd been charter fishing too you know and and seen it on both ends sport and commercial you know and my point was is you know, they they told me at the time that their guess, their educated guess, was a twenty percent mortality rate for released fish, and I, you know, I said, okay, well, if that is your number, why, well, why are you? What's the point? You're 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 telling me now, you're you're you know, twenty percent of those fish that they're being released are dying, so. Is what's, that not a waste? What's wrong with first caught, co- first kept? Is that you know? Think about pollution on the water. Think about time, safety. Think about you know uh, the the release of those fish. And if you even consider twenty percent mortality rate, which I can tell you that seems low. Not a lot of people know how to release a fish properly. You have to do it right away, right? Yeah, you don't want to get the land fish them. out of the water. Yeah, yeah. and just but even know, then, just there's that, a even, toxin. Even catching it, you know, it sends that fish into a frenzy. Uh, there's so many different odds and ends that can get pamphlet. sea lions' attention. That it, draws it, attention to oh, come it. Get. It's silly, you know, uh, and it always has been. It doesn't make any sense. You well, know. I've thought
0: about reasons why they would do that. And one thing, one of my theories is that uh, they want to keep the salmon season going longer for the economic benefit of like the everywhere around here. If, if they do first got, first kept, the quota is going to get caught super quick. Um, and then the salmon season won't be drawn out as long. That actually is a very smart analysis. Um, I hadn't thought about that. I I got to it by thinking about like, hey, if they went to first caught, first kept, those charter guys could go back to doing two trips a day. Like you used to hear about, back when we were working on them, they said that's how it used to be. They'd do a trip in the morning, a trip in the afternoon, guys would be lined up on the docks, and it was guaranteed that you were catching your fish back when there was nothing but... But The thing that I struggle to reckon with is the fact that we both go to Bristol Bay, and we're up there with these cutting-edge technology boats, millions of dollars, massive horsepower, and there's thousands of us up there trying our best to kill as many of them as possible, and every year, more of them still show up. Uh, It just shows how, when a run is managed properly... um, what it looks like, and compared to what's happening down sure. here, record after record, record. Right, right. And then you look That's at the salmon saying. runs on the Columbia. Doesn't make any sense. And there's me. more things to it. There's the dams. There's the sea lions. There's well, all kinds. Sure. The kind of stuff. management, management on a, a big level, right? Is it? You know, my opinion. It seems issue. to me like they're they're trying to exploit the resource versus actually trying to uh, yeah. preserve it or try and uh, grow it. Could they do both? They should. I mean, uh, it's done
3: that way, uh, in Alaska, you take Alaska in perspective, um, and you consider the, the number of fishermen, um, not only sport, but commercial, you know, up there and the number, the percentage difference of here, you know, and granted our run down here isn't nearly as, as massive as what you would see up there, but you, you put that in perspective of what should happen around here and, and the way it's managed up there. I mean, you know, we, we, there is 1800 permits, if, if, if I remember right, in, in Bristol Bay. So commercial permits. So that means there's 1800 boats maximum that can fish. They allow permit stacking. I don't remember the exact year. So, people started buying two permits, which would give you uh, uh, an extra 50 fathoms of net. So, with one permit, you're allowed to fish 150 fathoms. With a D permit, is what they call it, when you stack it, you're allowed to fish 200 fathoms. So, that took a quite a bit of boats out of the, out of the mix. But... These boats are, like Jeff was saying, state state-of-the-art. I mean, these guys are building these, these, these slammers now up there. Is
0: that a guy caught 750? 780. So, this,
3: <laughs> I don't know what to drop names, but... <laughs> yeah, another boat, I've heard that, you know. And <laughs> they sell guy, Yeah
1: well i had you know uh, uh quite a few fish you know i he like that guy every year he, I've, I've met him a few times super interesting dude he's, a, he's built his a, own boat he's an amazing fisherman yeah. up there man he's got it figured out all to a t him and this yeah. other guy they got they have this one
0: they'd block off the get their the boats are shallow drafts enough that we can get up above where everybody else is and they block off a checks of the river and they you just see some videos of those guys fishing it's it's nuts they'll, they'll set their net at 35 knots you know, on step. Because those boats, to get the run them shallow, you got to run them at full speed so they get up on the plane. But anyway, back to the thing with the Columbia, there's things that aren't going to be changed, like the dams, for instance. They're <laughs> not going to take out Bonneville Dam. Um, but you could do something about the sea lines. You could do something, you, like you said, you could do first caught, first kept. You could do something so there's still some sport fishing and still some commercial fishing. Not that there's even much commercial fishing anyway. Um, there's steps that could be taken. Yeah. And that was, you know, I think it could be pulled but, back. What point I was, you know, was, was going to is,
3: is that, that the fishermen up there are getting better and better and better. The, the scores every year are getting better and better. The runs are getting bigger and bigger. I mean, these runs that they're having up there, uh, you know, it's, it seems like the excuses we hear down here are, are nowhere near correlated. They don't correlate with, you don't hear those excuses up there. And, and, it, it's all in the same you know it all happens in what the same kind of ocean. excuses well i think global warming has been a big one you know and you hear that a lot around here that that has such a difference in what's been happening around here but i mean i personally believe that you know uh when you see big salmon runs you you see it in the columbia there's a, a lot of things a lot of you know stars aligning right i mean there's uh, um there's so many things that have changed from back when those salmon runs were good till now, you know. I mean yeah. our our hatcheries have lost funding. I mean they shut in hatcheries down, you know. Even
0: before the hatcheries existed. Yeah. Like there was it was it's changed a lot. Yeah, since those years. There's you know. just not enough fish to be uh throwing fish back that died needlessly. Like, that's, yeah, that's just ridiculous to me. That's a uh, waste of resource, Especially I mean, when they're to proven that, that there's sense. no true native and there's no true... Like those farmed fish that got released up into the sand oh, man, yeah. Two years later, they do genetic testing and found out that all those Atlantic salmon had suddenly bred with uh, Pacific salmon to make a hybrid, you know, <laughs> and those <laughs> farmed salmon are... are Aliens. We used them for crab bait with Jay all the time, and Ever they smell like bumps. Smells like cantaloupe. <laughs> their face <laughs> is all smashed up. It's like uh It's that color orange. Yeah, uh, it's not good looking. Um, food. The meat is is mushy. It's, it's, I would. I no, would. Touch it. I wouldn't touch it. And now those have bred with the the wild stock, and they're telling us not to worry about that. But then they're letting. They're good all food die. They're all integrating, yeah. right? Yeah. So at this in point, in which ways? You know. At this point. They did, the state did a genetic test a year or two ago, and that was what they found, is yeah. that there was no true native anymore. There was oh, no true hatchery fish. I think that's when you, when you put
3: hatcheries for a river. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, there's no such thing anymore, You're right? You're right? affecting the population you, pretty you, dramatically. So, so just let them catch the first two and... Well, you know, another thing around here... Bring it is in. ...is if you've noticed over the last decade, probably, the amount of, uh, you know, you see a lot more guide boats up and down. You charter. do. And they're not held to the same standards as a charter fisherman is. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't report their catch daily. They, which is a big one. You know, they got six people on their boat. How are they even any different than a charter? Well, they aren't, you know, they profit from taking somebody out fishing. They profit from the resource charter fishing. They have to buy a permit, you know, they're, they're They have to buy a permit from the state to even be allowed to go fishing, you know, and they have to have, they have a poll limit per boat. You know, and all those things that is required in the charter world that the guy the guides are not required to you. Which it, you know, I think that's a uh, something that should be changed here with time. You know, there's too many guides. There's too many guides that not being. They should, the numbers need to be known daily of what they're catching because a lot of the numbers that, you know, the state comes up with are, are definitely well, and from are an
0: shopping. economic standpoint, too. Just being a local, uh, a lot of those guys are from out of the area. Oh, 100%. they bought their boat out of the area, yep. they bought all their gear out of the area. They come down here and, yeah, they're paying fuel and like a mortgage fee or whatever, but but then per per dollar, uh, what goes into the little what little goes into the local, local community I mean. versus going to like Pacific Salmon Charters or Coho Charters yeah. or Sea Breeze Charters? Make sure I hit all three of them. Yeah. <laughs> the beacon's still around. I don't want to get yelled at by anybody. I know. <laughs> and they're all they're all great charters. They're all very they good. They are. Yeah. Yeah, I'd recommend. it. Well, I don't they're know all the guys. I don't know the guys who own Sea Breeze now. So go with Coho. Yep. Good old Butch. Can't mm-hmm. beat you. Can't beat him in mooch. You
3: Mills, know, milch to Coho.
0: I think I'm alright. How was your day, dude? Did you uh, practice? No, no practice today. Thank God. They were, uh, they were pretty. Yesterday was rough. was it? Yeah. The uh, only one kid on the foot on the team has any football experience. Oh wow. None of them have ever played any at all because of COVID. Oh, that's um, right. and they all self admittedly have been sitting around just playing video games for a long time. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how else to say it. They're they're soft kids. They get when they get tired, they stop. When they get they need more when it, they say we're when it hurts, they quit. Yeah. <laughs> it got to the point yesterday where I actually uh did three sprints. I was like I'm gonna show you run down there as fast as you can. Yeah. Get ready and turn around. It's like if, if I'm a defender and I see one of you guys over here going like this, yeah. I am not look at my tight. lips, dude. Yep. I'm gonna eat you for dinner. Uh, but it's uh they don't know they haven't been exposed to any of that stuff. So it's just gonna take it's just gonna take time. I'm just gonna keep pounding the same messages into their head. I hope it sticks. I have a different technique to like mooch. Mooch is the same old yelling, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was talking to Colt today when he came fishing at the lake and he was like, Mooch yells, all this stuff. He's like, Do you yell? And I was like, Mm-mm. I'm not gonna yell. Yeah. Uh if that's what it takes. Like I want the kids to learn how to be self motivated. Well that's a big one is uh that's something I try to get through to, to my kids like I'm not here self to have motivation. I don't I'm need not it. here to drag you along through this. I got stuff I can show you guys and yep. stuff I can help you guys, but if you're not even trying if you want to learn there's no point in us even Yeah. Uh,
3: well, and you could definitely see you know I mean just like with any sport, you can usually see
0: who wants to and you know Yeah, there's already a couple of kids that have kind of separated themselves yeah. and uh, but some of them got rough. Rough home lives and
2: I know. We're, right. we're live.
0: We're live. Back in action. But uh anyway, the burning quit after I took that medication for a couple of weeks, so I wouldn't worry about it.
1: Good one, it's one. Yeah, I'm getting the, the equipment figured yeah. out. Sorry about that, guys. No, no worries. worries. <laughs> Is this the first threesome? Uh, no, I did one with the, both the Alex Max. Oh. The Mr. and the Mrs. They both came in. That's cool. Um, is their middle name too the same initial? It is, isn't it? I don't know. Alex Florian Mac. And I don't remember Alexander's yes. middle name.
0: I think that's the first time I've heard his middle name.
1: Yeah, it's Florian. That is crazy. <laughs> All right. Nobody better steal his identity or I'll be pissed. <laughs> So how much of that was? Are we just starting over? No, we're, that was fine. I got it. I think I kept it. Okay. Um, so we'll carry on from here. Yeah. But you saw the those. This was five or six years ago,
0: I think. They took two dams up out up by Forks, Washington. Yeah. And they predicted it would take. Man, I can't remember what they said. It would. They thought it would take several several years, maybe even up to ten for the salmon run to come back. Yeah. Next year.
1: instant yeah sensitive as those salmon are well mother nature's a hardy motherfucker and it'll how do you think that works like so if there's no habitat because it's been blocked so there's been no salmon runs for god knows how long 50 years yeah and then they take the blockage out restore the habitat what where were those salmon that come back there from they don't well they don't they haven't figured out how they get to the like the
0: strange they've left, they just got do know, don't know GPS. how they do that. So how how some fish decided how? to go up there is beyond me. They're just like, oh, we're gonna go here to a place that we've never ever been before. Because uh, I thought they all go home, right? Though no, that's what I'm saying, and they don't even know how they do that. Yeah. So how what makes these fish who were gonna go home with that strong will to go home suddenly divert and go full steam ahead up this river that a salmon hasn't been in,
1: in forever? It's amazing. Maybe they can <laughs> smell the the. You know, the virgin the, territory. The crisp. That's
0: triggered in their brain. The crisp, fresh water. They charge, just like you see them in Bristol Bay when they decide to go. Oh, they man. They're, they're going. Yeah, you know, the, uh, uh,
3: you know, I will say the sea lions are definitely a big portion of, you know, you get those stretched out through the dams and whatnot. I mean, there is when fish, you see ladders, them in and the fish
0: ladders. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> an and issue. To be clear, I'm not advocating like, killing a bunch of sea lions. I am. Maybe a few. That's what I mean. A few. They're yeah. smart enough. They know now that they're untouchable. The way they yeah. act, like, when you're they're out on boats. the boats
1: and stuff. They're pretty they're entitled.
0: entitled. Yeah, they, exactly. There's, yeah, they, exact. there's just an overpopulation of Maybe them. I mean, started, let's be real. There's
3: no the natural world. predator for them. You know, there used to be, but there's no natural predator for
0: them. I keep waiting for the orcas and great whites to start showing up more. And they've, like, they've been back. The last couple of years, the, 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 there's been more orcas yeah. here. Somebody just saw a great white recently. Offshore here.
3: Yeah, you would think there'd be a little bit more. I mean, you have such a boost in their food, right? You know,
0: orcas and, and well, great whites, sea you line. would think. A like, lot of these what? sea lions are stellar sea lions from California. Yeah. In years, yeah, 30 it's years it's ago, crazy. whatever, a couple of them figured it out, and there was a massive
1: wave of them up here. Well, I think the same thing's going to happen with the great whites and the orcas. They're going to figure out that there's big juicy... Did you guys know there used to be other stellar... There was a stellar sea cow, and we hunted them to extinction? Really? i believe i've heard about that yeah kind of like a um i didn't know that. type yes yes they had like a weird face mm-hmm. yeah we killed them all Could killed them all uh, wow hermaid. i don't even know if we ate them i think we might have just killed them because they were easy to kill yeah
0: well yeah. <laughs> oh, i think that's well that's kind of what's happened with the manatees they just sit there in these florida canals and florida canals are lined with they houses now so they're getting run what happened over to yeah that stellar sea cow but if you just started, the fact that you can't get a sea lion off your boat. Well, man, if the it's way your boat, it's like there's your boats. Like, there's just, they've let them go too far. They've let them go way too far. And if you, they're smart, they're aware. If you, if they realize that they were not untouchable anymore, yeah. they'd act different. You
3: like, know, the thing is, too, cool. is I've actually noticed, uh, you know, uh, a change in, in even public uh, uh, feelings towards them nowadays, right? You know, people have changed their mindset. They're not nowhere, they're not nearly as, you know, just, you know, pro sea lion as they used to be, I think people are starting to really see the amount there are in this Columbia River basin. I mean, it is the, the numbers have gone astronomical, you know, and, and they reproduce and reproduce and reproduce and it's you know, they eat their body weight, what, ten times a day? Uh no way. It's some crazy They're number. Ten times the body. They're so fat. I yeah, mean fat. Know,
0: yeah. whatever they
3: eat, they well, eat in
0: excess. I you know, yeah, I don't know the numbers. Breeding yet. pair of uh, cormorants eat two and a half pounds of yeah. molt a day. Which, either the, which, which cormorants? Thing.
1: I think it's cormorants. A breeding pair. A meaning pair. Meaning a a pair a with a with a young. Mm-hmm. Why not just say one per one pound per cormorant? <laughs> if that's how. I think they eat more uh, when they breed. I read. Well, I know, but you said two and a half per breeding pair. <laughs> Two and a half pounds. One bird. half would be the kid the duck or the duckling whatever. And the uh the two you could split evenly into ones. It's well and that's what they one transplanted there. Bird. Bird. You don't know that baby one's getting half a pound. <laughs> well the statistics <laughs> Those two you birds can kind of do that. Two and a half pounds of small out of the river a day. Yeah, I know, but the baby bird's not flying around hunting; it's still consuming, so it should be counted. That's why I would say two. With, I, I'm just reporting how the article reported it. Yeah, well, they're fucking it's dumb, I they're guess. The
3: breeding <laughs> which is is a crazy number, really, if that you consider well, smaller and and what they you know how many there are. I mean, they transplanted those into this area, or they I think they brought a lot more with time. I mean, isn't that what they were doing with
1: the Chinook Island or whatever that? I think that was Arctic turns. Arctic terns. They moved them. They were up. They were upriver. Which are also big, and they might and eat they eat one and three quarters pound per. Seven <laughs> Especially birds.
0: when you put them right in front of a hatchery.
1: Oh yeah, there's there's a lot Move of them uh,
0: right to the mouth of the Chinook
3: River. There's a lot of just head scratching moments Heck. that you know. I doesn't make you know like well right outside you know right above your place here the salmon resting area. Yeah, let's let's list let's, let's say that. statement, <laughs> <laughs> salmon weird. resting area. They got-
1: Come on now. <laughs> no great salmon don't rest i mean no. this uh, hashtag no days off
3: <laughs> well they will take a
1: lull think <laughs> they go going waves
3: you know yeah, when they get sent to fresh water they're they're going to where they're going you know they don't pull off to traffic stop or you know truck stop off to the left to get some doritos and a burrito and and he keep going no they, i mean and the crazy thing is about this salmon resting area too it goes dry, you know. Yeah, <laughs> the creek, there's a little pond, so even if the salmon did go in there, it'd just be a bird's heyday, you know. Yeah. And they've done multiple of them now, which is just mind boggling to me. I, I, and the amount of millions of dollars spent on the
1: excavation for each one of those. But is there a chance that they're just calling it a salmon resting area and it's actually just removing a blockage? No, that was, so the one above
3: here, that was, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me, but it was a research paper done by two graduate students, Pacific Lutheran, if I remember right, the article read, and they got the funding for it, a grant, to put that one in. That was the one before the tunnel. I remember that. That happened, that's probably like, what? Five two thousand five? Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a while it was quite a it's while been a while. Ago, yeah. <laughs> and that was labeled oh, okay. as a salmon resting area. I remember that. Everybody was fucking pissed. But it that took it, forever. It yeah. did. I mean, lights there. Well, and think about the next one the one you know, below the million dollar shitter's there. You know, the freep restoration that one's good. Yeah, that was was actually part of that project. That was habitat restoration. Yeah, you know, but it's not the same, right? It's not a salmon. You know, there's the the quotations on it.
1: But the money to pay for that second project out there by the million dollar shitter, yeah, it is, uh, it came straight out of salmon restoration funding. Did it? It was specifically done to open it up for salmon to get through. I
3: just don't understand why, you know, well, you hear it at which time, and, and I haven't done a lot of research into it lately, because it's just something I've kind of just, you know, uh, left, but, uh, you know, our, our our hatcheries, I mean, why aren't our hatcheries going full tilt? Every one of our hatcheries going full tilt. I really don't know. You know, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me, you, you know, know. We're going to get uh, the money. Well, that's where, you know, we can find money to do certain projects, but why are
0: our hatcheries not going full I tilt? I heard the grades were pumping money in to get this one going. The Greys? Mm. The Aliens? We're private uh privately put money into this one to get it going. Well, good for them. Like 20, hey, shout out the to Lumber them if they're anything. doing that because that's, that's amazing. Seriously,
1: who the fuck is the Greys? The Greys. Like like Steve, Steve and, and Lance. Lance. People do not know who that is in on the internet. Well, they don't really... Mm. I didn't well, but, want to get too specific with but my. But the team. grays, the grays, is something that people call aliens. Oh, well, that's a new one for me.
3: You get the state, you know, that if the state would just uh, understand that and just put money where money should be put, you know, I mean hatcheries. Period. You put hatcheries on these rivers and you you cut funding to those. I mean, you you constantly say salmon. You know, our salmon runs are suffering. Well, why are we cutting funding to the things that produce the salmon to put them back in the ocean? You know, I
1: that I kind of think made Jeff's sense. idea is is. Close to being what it is, like yeah. they're trying to drag out the tourism season as long as possible, so sure. poor fishermen can do that. That would make sense economically, because like if they did want to put ten million dollars or mo- like that's nothing, but into hatchery production, they need to get that money from somewhere. Yeah, and if if hatchery production ends up shortening the tourism season, but if well, you that, know the hatchery
0: what? production your doesn't have anything
1: to do with the doesn't have anything to do with the amount of fish
3: that yeah, they your quota catch. will go up. You know, uh, the more fish that they predict and the more fish they assume that are out there, your your I quotas are going to go up. Low. They could keep the quotas low. They you could know, make that's more the thing about it. it it's things. beneficial to everybody, you know, uh, and everything. Uh, resources, uh, anything that eats salmon out there, you know, your killer whales, your, you, know, you know, everything that eats. In, people. Uh, in but people. I think I
2: am right.
0: I think I am right. I think that has something to do with it. Yeah. Um, No, I you know, but they're doing it at at
1: the cost of like, what's where's the salmon run going to be in fifty years? I mean, that's that's not a conspiracy theory. No, that makes really good sense. You have to think about fiscal management. Like, you have to have enough money to cover programs when you're running on tax dollars. Like, you have to think about that stuff. So that it's not evil to think about that stuff. It's like it's rational.
0: Well, there's still. It's still hurting salmon run, and salmon are still dying that are being
1: wasted, which is also you could there's the dollar amounts getting slapped on that you could yeah, you could I don't know in the long run it it would make sense to try to preserve the economic. Influx that they comes could, from the they can
0: take a little less and preserve the run a little more. There's something yeah. they, there's a better balance. There's got to be a better than balance what than, than what I'm seeing. Because I think it's they got. I think they could keep the sport guys catching some. I think they keep the commercial guys catching some. But like full back the waste. Well, the big one is too is you know, first caught first fish catch and let them catch their like, same amount of fish. Commercial
3: like fishermen that. instantly you know when you deliver that fish. Um, it, it is taxed. It's taxed right away, right? I believe it's 2% goes to the state off the top. So 2% goes back into funding into hatcheries and, and all that. You know, you take commercial production out of these rivers and, and out of the picture, you don't have
0: that same funding
3: stream going back There's into the hatcheries. Fundies,
0: like every sport license. Is funding going
3: for that? Yeah, but it doesn't go straight to hatcheries, right? It's it's into no, it's exactly into not, a no. deliberate it's into a big picture, right? The the when it comes to gill netters, for example, that two percent that's instant in back into hatcheries because that production that was what hatcheries were in place for was for and then harvesting uh, those the, fish.
0: Any of the gill netters catch the coho run and willpebay problem, and then all the fish make it upriver and they put them on trucks and send them up wherever the hell they yeah. send them to. I know you got.
3: Yeah, uh, like that's a dirty. I think it was two years ago they tried to switch around the state. Did massive coho runs in the Willapa, and they're not letting the guys. They changed it up though. They wanted, but they're still killing them. So I think they wanted the Nema to be strictly kings, or no, no, no. no excuse me. They wanted the Nema to be strictly silvers, and then they wanted the Naseal to be strictly king runs. So they started allowing sport fishermen to keep three kings a day off the Nema because they were trying to eradicate the kings from the Nema, and just. To them to go straight to the nasa you know and it, it just is just a chum chum salmon run on the Nima anyway so the chum salmon run was never a natural thing that was actually being produced by uh, commercial fishermen back in the day oh, wow. i'm pretty sure if i remember right um kenny greenfield and um a few of his his friends used to do natural egg they used to do egg boxes in the bear river and now the no, state doesn't let you do that well so what happened was back then they got this run to just start producing dogs wide open chum salmon wide open and the state says hey you guys are doing great we'll take it from here you know and th- i mean this is just what i was told i don't know how you know d- you know how true it all is but uh, from the sound they did it and you know they did it on their own because the willapaw used to be such an awesome resource for salmon and it still is in a lot of ways i mean the is a is a great resource for salmon you know and uh and, and it had multiple species of salmon you know and and there might have been a natural run back in the day i'm, I'm not 100 sure
1: you know Every, I, I don't know yeah i don't think anybody really knows who wasn't there. I don't think they just... And if you think about the Willapaw, right? The estuary of
3: the Willapaw. Is one of the one of the better ones, I think, probably, in the Northwest. Uh, it's the cleanest it's estuary cleanest on the West Coast. And the most unmolested, you know, by and human... And I've molested it a bit. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? But there's no dams. It's just, it's straightforward. Are you there's, talking about the river or the bay? The, the bay. Okay. Uh, you know, there's what, five five rivers, six rivers going into
1: that? Uh, the it's Willow a Paw? huge watershed. It's awesome, you know, and... Watershed Resource Initiative. Wait, what is the... Uh, watershed Resource it- inventory area number 24 gotcha that's the that's the watershed number yeah you know and that the Willapa itself is is an awesome
3: resource, and, and and that should be thriving in so many ways. Because if dams are the issues, then well, what's the Willapa's excuse? You know what I mean? Like there's 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 other things that should be in place there. Logging, you know. Well, you know uh, hatcheries too. They cut funding to. Uh, there's a hatchery on the nema There's a hatchery in the Nacelle. You know the Bear River doesn't. That's so that's there's there's been cut. There's been funding cut in those places, and it doesn't. You know why? You know those are places that there's work place would thrive because it's. So Unmolested, there you think the money, if you wanted to do it there, that would be a good place to, to put money, yeah, for a future, you know, because it would keep going, it really would, you know. Yeah. Speaking of unmolested,
1: uh, I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> I won't go there. <laughs> oh man, okay, so a lot of anybody who's not directly involved in the fisheries has probably by now t- tuned out. If you had a magic wand that you could just fix it? What would you do? Would it be policy or would you make, like, if you had, it had, let's say it had to be policy. Like you have to make a law, some kind of law or regulation or quota or some kind of a, a legal trick to fix the fishery and make it ideal in a perfect world. Money is no object. What do you do? Boy, that's a tough one. You know, that's uh uh, there's, there's, I think it would
3: take more than just, uh, you know, it's a a time thing, right? Two
0: I, simple things I do right off the bat is I'd increase hatchery production, and I would go to first caught, co- first kept with the sport guys, then go I from there. That
3: would that would uh, that would change the dynamic of
0: of, of I keep uh, I'd the runs a, period. The hatchery production increase. I'd keep the uh, I'd combine the sport and the commercial quota into one, and I'd keep it at a fixed rate uh, until the run showed improvement, and then I'd slowly
1: allow a little more to be caught and yeah um what's the highest priority metric in your opinion hatcheries period like like the amount they're
3: producing yeah i i mean you know the 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 big picture of it all if you don't produce those salmon you know the dynamic has changed so much. There's so many more
0: people harvesting these. You're salmon. not going to stop all the logging that goes on in You're the not, northwest. You're not well, going to stop. Logging's not hurting the salmon nearly like it used to. No, but 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 these are factors that you can't. Where I'm getting to yeah. is that these are factors that you wouldn't be able to do anything about, like that aren't going to change. The logging's not going to stop. The dams aren't going to go anywhere. The pollution that happens in the Columbia, like hopefully it improves, sure. but it's still there. But, and. To fix those things, to even have an impact on those things would take time. But you could right now go first, cap first, cap stop fish from dying needlessly out here. Like a bunch of them died today. Yeah, twenty percent. And you could you could increase hatchery production uh, if it had funding immediately to start doing that, and I think that would
3: be—I mean, just hatchery production alone, I think would 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 you know those hatcheries are there for a reason. So there's two things I do. Yeah, I mean, those hatcheries are there for a reason, and, and if you you don't put them to their full potential,
0: and I would that's an, an issue. The commercial guys and the sport guys both equally unhappy because <laughs> that's well, that that's the good level right there keeps yep. them talking. I wouldn't give either group and... everything they want, and everybody would be pissed at me a little bit. Yeah. Which is that's how I to that's to how I do it. Yeah, that's because you're going to make everybody happy. I mean, that's really what it is. Like, you know. it's every I want people to go out there and catch some fish, but like. There's, there's a no resource you too to though out there. i, I want to catch it next like, year too and yeah, the year hook after a beautiful you know? 20 pound king and then watch it die like and i also want my kids to catch
3: the fish in 10 up, years our you our know day. what i mean like that's the you know uh, as a, a commercial fisherman especially i don't think about you know right now i think about the future too well, well, yeah we're gonna
1: keep going on this conversation i'm gonna need a drink i i was just thinking i need to i need a poor one too you want to do you want to <laughs> have a whiskey so it's gonna happen you don't have anything else uh, there's also, I have some some uh, Wild Roots vodka back there and some uh, coffee liqueur from Adrift Distillery. Shout out, Matt, less now. Um, Tiffany and Jeff, Moore.
3: Hey, yeah, I've had their cranberry liqueur, uh, and that was delicious. Um,
0: I fucked up that shout out. Matt to, to cut you. it out. <laughs> shout out to Brie Condos yesterday. I pulled her out of the gym to look at Chase's eye. Who? Marie Konto? Brie Condos at the vet. Uh... I drove home, saw her and her boyfriend Joshua at the gym, got home, Chase's eye was all fucked up, called her right away, and she answered, and I said, I know you're at the gym, will you take a look at Chase's eye for me, see if I need to make an appointment? I drove down there, she walked right out, Bug the shit out of her. Same, uh, Marion McDonald's good for that too. But I tend to bug Bree more because
1: she seems to care less. They're yeah, they're good. But that's Mary, a fantastic vet. They you know, I had them, uh, yeah, I had them Brie kill Brie my Brie. dog, and they did a good job. And they're always if you send them something, a message on Instagram or
0: something, you're having a question, they're always willing to help. Johnny on the spot, huh? Yep. They know now to call me, and then uh, Bree will usually take me a private text. And usually I'm like, oh
1: yeah, forgot about that one. They're great though. Yeah, no, they're good. Good vet. They're taking good care of Chase. Yeah, I know I've already told this story about my dead dog twice, but I might tell it a third time
0: Bree pulled my dead dog off the highway years ago, too Oh, wow Yeah Just
1: kidding, I'm not going to tell it again No more dead dog <laughs> So I love the sunglasses, what do you guys think, huh? I think you're hiding something I'm hiding my eyes Well I know that and There they are late, But uh, and there was a reason for it It's because I don't want people to see my eyes Wander you know, they wander. I'm it's checking okay. monitors. I'm I'm around. I'm busy. I'm and it. Okay, so it looks sometimes when people are talking to me, I don't like to look at them because I want to be able to think. And when I'm looking at you in the eyes, I can't think very good. So, but it looks like you've been looking at me in the eyes the whole time. Exactly. But I can look over here, and nobody's the wiser. What are you pouring, Jeff? Buffalo trays. Buffalo trays. I really like that whistle pig. I tell you what. Me too. Hey, would you give me a little little ice? I got
0: it, Paul. But sorry, I was just trying to. Hey, if sense. I wanted to hear you talk, I would shove my hand up your ass and move your mouth like a puppet. <laughs> right now. I've seen him do it. you <laughs> seen him do it. That's you're going to be,
1: that, them um, little league football, no? Oh, yeah. I totally don't know those do. <laughs> Yelling is, is not the best strategy. It's definitely, the
3: dynamic has changed. You know, uh, it really has. They don't get it. Which They're gotta, not going to get it. They're like, what the fuck right, is that guy yelling for? Yeah,
1: is uh, something wrong? Yeah. Is there a disaster of some kind? Why is he upset? Exactly. It might get them to like, move faster in the short term. but Who cares? It's, not- it
0: doesn't accomplish what I want it to accomplish. Yeah. You're flooding them with cortisol. I am trying to convince them. I hate yelling. I'm not a yeller. But yeah, I'll I'm fucking not, yell if I have to. I'm not yeah. You
1: yeah. Not. Would you hand me the, the whiskey? I tend to say passive aggressive condescending remarks. That's the way to go. <laughs> Which one do you want? I'll, I'll do the Jefferson's Reserve. But yeah, I, I do not yell. I realized very early in my leadership career that that is not a technique that works well for me. People yeah. think I'm a dick because I'm kind of direct. Sure. I, I'm I'm literal but, and direct and blunt. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm yelling also, it's like okay. this guy is a fucking prick. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think your bluntness says, you know,
3: it's direct enough, right? I mean, it always has been, it seems like, you know. Paul, you recently had a new
0: child. Well, you didn't, but Alyssa did. That was there. And you helped. Beast, by the way. She had this baby, and then you drug her halfway across the uh, state in a trailer, and then she got back from that, and you go make her sleep in a tent on the beach. So, uh, I'm I'm just going to... As Beyonce would say... If you like it, it then you should have put a uh, ring
3: on
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> it was her idea. I mean, I just she I loves just camping, so I did the same thing, Paul. Don't feel bad. Yeah, uh, you know, we had a newborn baby. We rented an RV and took a cross country road trip. Right. So, hey, if the
3: I,
0: woman can do it.
1: I well,
3: and it. I tell you what, she's been a great traveler already. You I know? bet uh, you also put a ring on it. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We were actually before got you got it. here. We talked about you it. You missed. You missed it. Yep. Uh, we 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 spoke on that a little bit.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Speaking on it for years, he still ain't listening. <laughs> For so, one, another bachelor party. I'm not getting married anytime soon. If we're gonna do another bachelor party, it's got to come from you. I know it. I know it. It's would you of, Would you want to go to a strip me. club or or hire strippers for your bachelor party? You know, Fly
3: to be quite honest with, with you guys, with him ever again. I had a really good time with what we did with Colton. That me too. was a blast for me. I mean, I, I don't. Oh, that know was so
1: about, fun. I mean, I that was fun for me. You know? Let's talk about that a little bit. So we rented an Airbnb up at. Mount Hood Mount Hood yeah and it was a
3: government camp. that yeah. house was nice uh, it was plenty it was accommodating for all of us yeah it was affordable we cooked a delicious meal what did we yeah, eat a I brisket forgot. brisket oh yeah Colton right. brought his you know I brought Colton's Traeger um, and yeah with the brisket
1: i think we just ate brisket no you know? we had a full <laughs> just, deal
2: fuck you man Fuck <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> no we, we no, did. i honestly don't remember i'm trying to think of it and i feel like i might have even brought something but i don't remember what it was brussels sprouts. I, think we, yeah. I cooked some oh brussels yeah. Brussels sprouts. yeah those are yeah. good yeah, too yeah whatever yeah, yeah i remember. love i love brussels sprouts
3: God, I, forget, I mean the brisket was what an 18 hour cook now I mean, what else was, was there we started that yeah like was the there night, potatoes? The night before. in the morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Cody was... Uh, yeah, we did potatoes. But yeah. then the first night we had there, we had surf and turf. We had crab
1: and... Yeah, yeah. I brought. Some, yeah, we brought some crab. Did I not bring anything? Sand. I feel like I brought something, and no, I don't remember. No, because you
0: a bit cooler. That was at my house. So I just returned it recently. Yeah. And I actually ended
3: up with the box full of all the ingredients and shit. We <laughs> <went> to Costco, <laughs> too, before <laughs> Barbecue, so Yeah. That's right. I don't. speaking of you can't take Alex Mack anywhere in Vancouver even. The motherfucker <laughs> knew like friends. five people. Like yeah. well, how do we know people here, you know? It was like, you know, he met his distant relative, No, I don't remember exactly, but it seemed like you can't just go out out real quick and get out of there, you know. No, we just <laughs> Yeah, he makes friends quick.
1: Everywhere, man. He can't He's through, something he else. Can't he can't. He can't hurt help it it. Oh, can we do it? Can we do a toast to Paul's new child? Hey, I'll, I'll be I'll toast that. To we did it twice yesterday, or not yesterday, but the, the sweaty podcast. So
0: going to sit this out.
1: Cheers to Alyssa and Paul and their beautiful the, new child. Jeff's not welcoming this toast. We no, nope, pull it back. Pull no, it back.
0: No, no, I tell you, this is how we interact. <laughs> what I saying.
1: Everly James, Blake Everly James. Is her name? If, if you steal Everly, James. Everly James's identity, for fuck's sake, I will be so pissed. I won't give you the birthday. We'll yeah, Don't steal <laughs> Jeff Hilton's either. <laughs> well, yeah. that's been done. On balls <laughs> we just have the same name I didn't steal his identity yeah I know so I we have had identities. Our... no yeah let's talk about identities for a second you are oh you were gonna talk about your baby let's do that no first. go
3: ahead that well, identity situation
1: was a uh, um, yeah. Go ahead. You're I a like junior. It. You're Paul Junior. Yes. You're yes. Paul Junior. It's a family name clearly, and your middle name too, right? Yeah. So my dad and I are the same, you know. And, and I, don't I don't think, think. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: beforehand. Yeah, right. I don't know if if I see. I never really got the full skinny on all that. I don't know if Mill. So Millington's my middle name, right? And I don't know if that like a was a brand a, of
1: chocolate, right? It sounds some bullshit right there. I mean, who? that's a mouthful, right? Millington. You know, if, if your middle name and my first name were paired together, we could make like the name of a great law firm or insurance company. Stanton and Millington. <laughs> yeah. That Stanton sounds and, and Millington Law. If you have mesothelioma, <laughs> call Stanton and Millington Law. <laughs> right.
3: <Stanton. laughs> that's almost a mouthful, right? I mean, yeah. just just my, I mean, it's a mouthful. It, it It tends to be, I don't say it much, you know, I just keep it with the M, you know. In the lost
1: episode, the sweaty episode, you uh, talked some mad shit on the thirds. Yeah, You talked about how you didn't name your kid Paul the Third because you know people with the thirds are pieces of shit and generally can't read and all these things. You said so yeah. many things. They might be a little I slightly. Think we, Do you want to yeah. speak on that a little bit? <laughs> I think we should give Eddie a
3: chance to respond to that. <laughs> He's a fourth, Jeff. Oh. Get it right. No, I third. decided not to, to carry
1: that off. He's the third. Is he? Yeah. No, oh, I didn't know. Pretty sure he is. No he's, no, he's not. He's family to me, you know? And he's Edwin E. Nick fourth. The fourth? Not Edwin, but Edwin E. <laughs> I put the E in the middle yeah, of Edwin. And it works, actually. Edwin. Eddie I like it. But no, he is it Edwin to it. E. Nick fourth, And you better not steal his identity. <laughs> steal Jeff's. He's got the most... No, I never... Uh, I don't know. I just figured
3: that was a mouthful. So, yeah. you know... Um, Easy out. Uh, okay. You said much more hurtful things last time. Yeah, I think I, you know, I might have been a little blonde, but, the, you know, I just stay,
1: we'll just. Stay hey, you little, know, the truth's the truth. That's it. That's I've it, always known know. about it. People, yeah. people don't know how to react when I tell them that I have, that I'm the third. I didn't actually know till yeah. you told me the other day. That was. a uh, white trash royalty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I, that's something uh, uh, I had no clue about, you know you said uh, and you said was it your is it your grandfather my grandpa
1: has the same name as me and also my father so was that carried on beforehand though too like your guys middle name do you know yeah yeah, yeah. in family um no i think that stanton was his mom's maiden name and oh, they wanted okay. to keep the name going well that's that's Whoa. cool wow i never really thought much about that before but what a fucking feminist yeah what a move what a move like oh i gotta lose my name I'm going to name my son that. <laughs> like, that's a, quite a move. It was. It was. But yeah, so I've never gone by my first name because it's a strange name and it's not really a first name. It's a last name. Sure. Sure. But, hey, it works. On the yeah. internet, that's who I am. It, doctor's offices, you know, law yeah. firm, Stanton and Millington Law. Stanton, that's what go. I'd be. We'll carry that on.
3: But, Yeah, mesothelioma. Mesothelioma. I see one the other day that was pretty funny. I can't remember uh, exactly. It's just, it's crazy how many of those pop up um commercials nowadays you know somebody wants to sue somebody at all times you know for the slightest shit hot coffee at
1: mcdonald's all right we're 30 minutes in i'm going to save this and start another let's do it (laughs) i see cj
0: hawkinson audio below on the bottom there yeah oh yeah very observant of you paul Trying to be i thought hawkinson would be too big of a word for you to read all right, I gotta talk a little shit
3: about him too while I'm out here. Who's he? I, there? It last time, he's talking shit about me. I gotta fucking, I gotta pipe back. Well, I mean, look at you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's a just... straight feller. <laughs> no, you remember that football camp we went to, OSU? Yeah,
0: yeah, I do remember that. That was fun. That was a good camp. I don't know if fun's a word. I would use to describe it was hot that. And fuck, do you remember? It was an experience did, yeah. that. start that over. We got it through. We'll start it back
1: then uh, remember that
3: football oh. camp. Hold on, ready, and action. Jeff, you remember that football camp we went to? OSU. Nope. Yeah, you do. Nope. Eighth grade. It's all fog. It was hotter than fuck. Hmm,
0: I took too many pillow hits to the head. Oh, shit.
3: Pill, what kind the pills? You were still freshly buttered,
0: you know, You Yeah, beat. right. <laughs> no, me you and Benny me had it. an epic
3: pillow fight there. And he got mad. Didn't RJ, go too. Yeah. What? There was five of us, right? He broke his. Is you Benny, CJ, me, and RJ, if I remember right.
0: Yeah, I think that's we were the only junior high kids. Yeah. For
1: Some reason. Yeah, was, why didn't you guys invite me? I don't think it was up to us. Yeah, I don't think it was either. Ned, why didn't you invite me? No, No, it was Coach, Coach Lamb. Lam. Oh, I didn't know him. Um,
3: yeah, that's, CJ touched on him a little bit. You know, he, uh, he did, he huh? Hi, teacher.
1: He, CJ touched on him. Yeah, he,
3: what do you mean by that? Well, exactly. you know, CJ used to, you know how CJ was. He had certain guys he used He'd to touch use that on. He'll touch on you a little bit. He'll <laughs> touch on you. <laughs> exactly. Now, CJ and Lamb are kind of tight there for a bit. Same with, you know, CJ always had a teacher, right? Most with... around right now.
0: You know about in town? No, really? Yeah, he's been in town. I saw him at the. That, That's cool. I uh, went to the depot
1: the other day and I don't think he recognized me, but uh, somebody. Everybody recognizes you. That's what I would get. Sometimes people don't have time for a big conversation, but everybody recognizes you. Everybody, everybody knows that
0: when they talk to me, that's what they're
1: going to get, the big yeah. conversation. That's it. I doesn't. A lot of people just don't want to risk it. Yeah. You don't like what you're going to get out of it. Huh? You always get a short one out of me. Well, they don't know that, though. People who know me do. Yeah, I do, but I don't even... <laughs> I don't know. When I hear You'd Jeff Hilton, a depot? short one is not what I think. You'd walk into the depot and just That's, yeah. walk on past without no saying a word? The depot, yes. You wouldn't say a word? I'd give you the nod.
0: There'd be more than ma'am. the nod. I the guarantee it'd be more than the nod. <laughs> I better get a hug from your
1: wife. Probably. Mm-hmm. But only if you took your shirt off,
3: which is you know, kind of shitty because you know, we had a whole episode with. You glistening between. He them. was so shiny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't take it off
3: for any other. Like it was. It was fucking hot up here. It I mean, was. scary. You know. It you know, was.
1: It was. It was hot enough I for forgot. me to, to take a personal day yeah. the next day and go buy an air conditioner That's and new. then install it. Install it. Yeah. <laughs> no. You could. You can feel the taint, The change. <laughs> you could feel the taint. felt <laughs> a lot of taints today day day. Speaking of taints, are you guys concerned about these shrinking taints? Yes. Thank you. I'm glad somebody else is bringing a awareness to this issue. All right. Shrinking taints,
0: man. It's a real thing.
3: Yeah. I didn't know that this is something uh, medically. Your taint is or... not
0: as big as it was five years ago. Well. Uh, How do you
1: know? We've been close. It's all the <laughs> <laughs> I haven't pulled a tape measure out in a little bit. Uh, you're not taking taint data? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, taint if you're listening, taint. if you're not measuring your taint. Yeah. What are you doing with your life? There's a direct correlation between the length of your taint and uh, the length of your life. It's true. And your telomeres. That's actually true. That's a correlation. The taint thing, thing, maybe not, but the telomeres is actually real. Should we Google this taint shit and and see if if we're just spreading misinformation or...
4: Uh, Hey Ram fam, I found this article in Vice regarding the concerns over reduced testosterone concentrations, weak boners, little penises, and of course, shrinking taints. I'll have Jeff add a link to the show notes, but I think the introduction is quite humorous and if you don't mind, I think I'll share a bit. This was written by Jay Kumar and was published on March twenty second, 2021. By now, we all know that humans have done a fair bit to fuck up our planet. Pollution, that big bad wolf that is the result of many of our activities, has messed up not just our lives but that of other creatures we share this planet with too. It has damaged polar bears' dicks and given limp penises to otters. Now though, completing the circle of life itself, it's coming for human erections too. A much-discussed new book by Dr. Shanna H. Swan, a renowned environmental and reproductive epidemiologist, ties the use of industrial chemicals in everyday products to smaller penises, lower sperm counts, and erectile dysfunction. The wordy title and subtitle of the book itself sounds like a warning bell we can't afford to ignore. Countdown, how our modern world is threatening sperm counts, altering male and female reproductive development, and imperiling the future of the human race. So, it would appear that these whiskey-soaked fools got at least one thing right. Back to the show. First, the telomere, <laughs> is that like a Telomeres a are a... they're something, I don't remember. A telomer is a region of repetitive nucleotide sequences associated with specialized proteins at the ends of linear chromosomes. Each time a cell divides, the telomeres lose a small amount of DNA and become shorter. Over time, the chromosomes become damaged and the cells die. Because of this correlation, the length of one's telomeres can be used to infer that person's biological age.
1: But the length of them, they they can measure the length of them and it'll tell you what your biological age is as opposed to your chronological age. Like growth rings in a tree, huh? Similar, yeah. Wow. Except, like, you can be, your biological age can be 25, even though you're actually 35 chronologically. Wow. I think I'm, like, 45, uh, biologically. <laughs>
0: Okay, so you've aged a lot. Yeah, that's how I feel.
1: The opposite of what you just said. Yeah, I feel like my body's got high mileage on it. Well, I, that's for damn sure. Yeah, I would say so. I am 33 chronologically. I'm 33 biologically, but I identify as 43.
3: Well, and so we did
1: recognize that 43. What's your pronoun? How dare you? It sounds like a him. How, how dare, him? dare you? Him? Actually, I don't care. <laughs> them. I think them. it's really to me. It's really just about getting the right information across. So I don't. If if somebody gives me the wrong pronoun. Being a man, I don't really feel offended by it. I'll be confused. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be really funny if uh, people just started misgendering men on... Yeah, I think I, definitely... In the yeah. same way that it makes me It would have, to be, when- it would have to be funny. So, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, try it out. Try it on me. Well, Go depending on, me. on your... Like, what are you calling me? Okay. I call me all Right.
1: Let's, let's do a just little just a simple play. she. Let's do a little role play. Because she is a little too basic for me to laugh. Okay, okay how about this? I'm the noxious weed representative in your area Indeed. you're a landowner mm. you have noxious weeds on your property okay that are restricted you're not supposed to have these weeds boy do i ever and then i i show up and i'm snooping around and you are in your house and you see me out the window my lights are on my truck is pulled up and it's still running and i'm out snooping around in your yard what do you do you come on out let's and uh, action hey oh, you're mad you're mad <laughs> oh okay you're pissed hey God damn it! Oh, hi. Can I help you, buddy? Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Uh, hold on a second. Let me get my ID. Here you go. What's your name? Jeff. Yours? Hi, Jeff. How are you doing today? My name is Jeff. Also, I'm a I'm a local uh, local government employee. I'm here just to check on your your little ecology situation here. It looks like looks like you've been uh getting some noxious weeds growing in your in your yard here, ma'am. I, I was no. wondering if maybe you've had anybody talk to you about. Possibly getting those controlled. Well, as
0: glad as I am that you're here, because I do have a noxious weed problem that does need controlled, and I do need your help in controlling it. You I see should've... Tansy ragwort. I see Gorse, I see Scotch Broom, I see all the big... I also, while you're here, want that yellow flag removed, even though it doesn't have to be, but I would like it taken. Absolutely, man. But, <laughs> but next time, I want you to uh, call first. <laughs> Or a text, a simple text. As well, you can I left a see...
1: door hanger the other day, and I apologize, ma'am. I didn't mean to catch you in your robe. I I really, I would never, I would never. As mean... you can see, I'm clearly not dressed for company being naked and such.
0: Oh, now you're a... naked? It's a, he's wearing a sheer robe. Oh, okay. Another reason why I'm confused, like, does he keep calling me, man? That's the fifth time. I have a friend with me. Yeah. In right. in this, I don't know if you noticed on the role
1: play, right? I figured so. Yeah. I imagine if you are it you two. Was, I assume you're a couple. time? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the butch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, they don't call him Gay Paul for no reason. He's definitely a top. We went there. At oh. the very least, he's a power bottom.
3: Right into it. I, get, I <laughs> oh, Shit. The I know why, Yeah.
1: I'm just the innocent bystander in the over here. Just you know. <laughs> I don't think they do call him that. Or do that. I'm sorry. Are we still in the game? There was a time. There was a time
0: where in the. A couple guys in the fishing community. He, no, it wasn't the fishing a, community. By marker. any means,
3: it was definitely not the fishing community. No, that's right.
0: It was some high school shit. shit. Yeah. I won't yeah. say those guys. We ain't going to give him credit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, That's that's. Yeah, Brandon with that. That's a That's a bitch. Silly, really.
1: Well, not as bad because he was getting laid. Yeah. Everybody knew it. Yeah, he did really well for being a short, fat, annoying motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're any of those I things,
3: grew, Paul. Grew into my body late life, you know. That's for sure.
4: Actually, no, you were short. No, I flip. I, on, I flip on a lot of shit, but uh, you've been a good friend. This is the point in the podcast when the whiskey really starts to kick in. I'd like to apologize on behalf of Jeff and the guys for the following segment before things get too out of hand. Due to its foul and offensive nature, the next hour of the podcast may not be suitable for sensitive listeners. Please use discretion and don't listen with your kids. These young men are intoxicated and trying to make each other, as well as you, the audience, laugh. Oftentimes they take a shot that doesn't land. It's painful to hear. Cringy, I think is what the kids call it. They say many things that could be considered inappropriate for listeners who are young, immature, or especially sensitive to salty language and hypothetical situations involving sexual scenarios and risky behaviors. Please rest assured. These are all just jokes, every bit of it. Calm down, Karen. Thank you for understanding.
0: You've been a good friend. I appreciate that. Gonna try. Going back on, we've had unlike you and me, we've actually had moments where we, didn't get along there was like a feud there was right after Luke died we didn't talk and then right uh, like three years ago we had a little feud that lasted like six months like walking past each other on the dock and just being like motherfucker
1: mm-hmm. really and you guys are mad for longer than just like a little bit of time honestly it's uh, you know him and I both get petty sometimes yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we're both super stubborn I was pretty mad That's when crazy. you dumped bacon grease down my house okay. down the outside of my house out the window but this is different multiple see, times most of our consternation comes ruined from the just being just from me
0: in this situation, most of it comes from the both of us. These are situations where I think he's in the wrong
1: and he thinks I'm in the wrong. Most of the time with you or me, I'm just in the wrong. Wait, wait. So let me get this straight. In your conflicts with other friends, it's usually mutual, but your conflicts with me, I'm always right? No, I didn't say always right. I just said- No, I said I'm always right. That's- what I didn't say- I'm not saying that.
0: I'm just saying that I'm always wrong. Hmm. As far as the troubles that we've had, the
1: valleys have usually been a result of me not so much you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's sustained pretty well, so I think it's it's working. Yeah. Yeah. It all works, right? You know, you have the peaks and valleys, and
0: and we've worked together. I mean, you and I worked together a little bit, but it's
1: different when you're on the boat together. Yeah, you try a lot harder. It's just and it's just a different where your right. mind gets fucked a little bit. More. Paul was telling me earlier you you never, you never showed up late, so it's definitely different. I'm sure I'm sure I showed up late. That's not like me to show up on time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, depending on what it was, you know, if the boat was leaving at a certain time, that motherfucker's
1: not going to be late, you know? But yeah. Might be bleeding he'll out of probably, my butt. He'll probably be sleeping on on the boat. Ain't going to be late. Yeah. How is your butt?
3: So-so.
0: As long as I don't do too much. I figure I got like 80, anything up to like 80, 85% intensity in any, across any domain, I run into trouble. But, uh... I've backed up long enough now, to where I think I'm. I think there's actually some healing going on. I'm trying to let it heal while I still do some stuff. But like, I still can't squat below parallel. There's certain movements I can't push. There's like a certain abdominal pressure I can't apply, and I feel it. Um, but it's getting better. That sounds pretty rough, man. I'm just trying not to take a big step back, like when I did from Alaska. I'm trying. I'm trying to actually
1: like progress. Your butt's important yeah and like well, people more, take it for granted it's more annoying than anything but it could mine's be not well physically it. you should probably take like a step back for no, I have. A while. I, I, I mean what do you do for ass health um i just don't it's do you meditate no it's not so much what about you paul do you meditate for ass health
3: uh no no, no meditation uh, well maybe on the shitter you know for a little bit you know if you're doing it for
0: ass health that's the place fiber. yeah
1: fiber for sure
0: I just had high mileage on my colon.
1: That's yeah. it. Yeah. colon of an 80 year old man. A gay man? No. <laughs> you walked into you know that? that one. I, I would never have said that if no, no, you no, hadn't no, 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 no. harassed my friend Paul. I did not just thank walk you, you. into that one. Touche. That was a good touche. <laughs> Jeff, my ass bleeds a little bit every day. Yeah. And I feel for you. Every time I see it, every time I see it, I, see it I think of you. And it's from the gay sex. Yes. Can't win with this guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: that was a Just
0: to be clear, my butt problems are in no way, shape, or form related to
1: anything homosexual
2: or Just heterosexual.
1: Clear, I'm not going to say that about mine, and I'm going to let you even wonder. Well, I, I'm stumped on that one. I don't know how to respond on there. But it was medically induced. <laughs> Which is, I'm not super that, afraid of everyone thinking I'm gay. Like, if I decided tomorrow that, oh shit, turns out I do actually like dudes, I would throw a in that in that old act of mine. Come on, let's take it just to see how it feels. I would not be that embarrassed. No, I think Other be than great. I, I'd be like, Melissa, we're going to have to start. You, you got to have a talk. <laughs> I would her. not even get divorced. Shattered. I'd see if she'd be down. Yeah. yeah you know, she, she might be. be. Well, the would. world accepts it. The yeah. world has accepted it now. I wouldn't. I well, wouldn't be afraid sure. the it way that it. would raise
0: the humor content in our lives significantly.
1: Because I was gay. Because you'd be a funny you imagine. it be endless,
0: man. Be especially if I was a bottom. Okay. Oh, I don't picture you being
1: a bottom. <laughs> I'll just give it a shot. But no, I, I don't either. Really. You like being in control. I generally. Yeah. <laughs> I don't s- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I, don't think I can picture can. it. It doesn't look good. But I can picture it. <laughs> I don't picture you being manhandled in this shit. Somebody just grabbing me by the hips and just, oh man, you wouldn't take it well. It would last a couple seconds, and you'd switch, Jeff, you'd switch run. it back. Jeff, that's I don't right. know. You said, oh man, oh man, because I think it would hurt my butt. Is why I said yeah. that. I had a camera put up there, and it hurt. Could you imagine a big old wiener? I can imagine it. Yes. I'm. I'm thinking about getting a camera injected into my ass soon. Do it before it gets, you know, better I, well, do it well, earlier. So here's the thing. Have you seen these on TikTok? They sell these cameras that are, they're, they're generally for ears, like for getting earwax out, but they've got a little scraping device on the end and you just kind of slide it on in. So what are you scraping out of your butt? Like you getting poop? Yeah. So why are you considering shoving a Wouldn't you out? not want a scrapey thing on the end of the thing you're pulling? Cause you don't want to pull. Poop. Well, there's, you can switch right. it out. You can put like a little, a tickly thing or like whatever you want. It's your ass. I mean your ear well they say that's where our V spot is your prostate yeah yeah have you ever explored the area paul what about you you're the guest uh Shit, explore. that whole area no. has been mapped at gps over the last couple of months yeah oh i bet dude what do you do like a uh, pelvic floor massage or anything like that no you don't try to strengthen those muscles uh no i i definitely am uh you know as far as that stuff goes yeah i just try and move
0: I can feel it when it starts wanting to bleed or tear or whatever. So I just push up into that point, and then I try and stay as close to that point as I can for as long as I can. And then I'm like, I've trained, I'm not lifting heavy at all anymore. I'm not squatting heavy. I'm still doing like heavy cleans and stuff. It's all power. Like I'm keeping everything above parallel. Um, And it's getting better. Yeah. I'm just trying not to tear it at all anymore. And hopefully that's probably a good idea under my belt and it'll be, but I'm probably going to be in a poop bag one day, dude. I bet the technology is okay. So I'm giving it a time. That's why I'm holding out. Well, yeah, you and I had a conversation
3: about that. I mean, there's, there's gotta be, you know, uh, you know, with, well, that's the thing, you know, with time, I mean, shit, shit's come so far year to year. I mean, Jesus Christ technology, you know, yeah, I mean it's uh, shit technology. Shit technology, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean it, it is. It's year to year, you know, uh, with what what can happen. I mean, what they're using, but they use, they use pig arteries for for uh, transplants or what? You know, yeah. they use uh, and animal artery and they use, valves. They um,
0: all kinds of. Things. Yeah, yeah, they know. do poop transplants. Yeah, they do the the fecal fecal, fecal transplants. Something wow. about the microbiome. The South Park did one an episode on the way. It good.
1: It pretty good. It's <laughs> official. I get one every Thursday. <laughs> you do a transplant. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How long you do that? I don't know. A couple what? months. I just what? find a homeless guy in the park. What poop? Did you get? You don't want like some genetically superior. You don't want my poop. I just feel, I feel
3: like if wait I wait get wait 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 variety... wait wait fill me in here. Uh, do Not not not, not literally. I, I'm
1: sh- huh? Sh- you, shit transplants. Yeah. Like people I, okay, are okay. So here's what I do. Shit. I do <laughs> in the park with homeless. Okay. And so, like, the homeless guy will p- one of these other homeless guys and get some of the p- on his p- and then he'll put it in my. P- wow. With his, with his p- dirty mic. Okay. So that's Dirty, kind of dirty Mike and Mike. the boys. Dirty Mike. <laughs> oh,
3: man. The schmaz, the dirty schmaz and the boys. Yeah, and, I
0: we, and I
1: don't even have my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, where the conversation be going. Oh shit! No, but in reality, uh, oh, fecal, fecal transplants—they do them because your microbiome, the bacteria that lives in your gut. Oh, you're not doing it. That was no, that was a, a joke, Jeff. I know, but t- t- just fucking making sure. Yeah, no, I I don't do it. I actually have a pretty healthy system, but well, I so, would do so, it. Oh, wait, iterate, it, please. I'm yeah. So curious. they take they take the shit of a healthy G-R. donor. Yeah, and then they put it on. I don't know, probably the end of a finger or... Um, tongue, hopefully. Maybe a tongue. <laughs> and then they place it in the ass of the recipient, and then it, it wow. takes root. Way and deep and up you know, in you. Shit. Way deep, in the deep so ass. So shit the shit. I mean, they're... they're... And then it, it grows wow. in there. Like you know, there's uh, space and then deep space. Well, there's ass, and then there's like the deep the ass. The deep ass. Deep, deep ass, god damn. <laughs> but yeah, technology these Star, days just Star Trek on another level. Blowing me away. James Webb Telescope. Well, everybody always had a figure, right? So Matt was talking about that the other day, but I haven't. I
0: was going to look into
1: it, but I hadn't yet. Uh, but it sounded pretty cool. Yeah, we're. Um, it's it's fundamentally changed the way we understand the universe already. It's only been since July fifteenth. Yeah, I gotta check that out. The other day, they started seeing. Um, they're looking further back in time than they've ever looked before, and they're starting to notice that there are fully formed galaxies millennia before they thought that was possible. Wow.
0: Yeah. But hard for me to wrap my
3: mind around. Well, that's a crazy thing. I don't even this think we like, can. Like, hey, I mean, what do you guys feel? Aliens. Oh, yeah, definitely. The the gotta be, right? The grays. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, alien like. But uh, yeah, gray you know, skinned people. Hard to kill. That's for damn sure. That's for damn sure but no in the big picture of it all i i i have to tend to believe right i mean think about it we can't be the only life form in this galaxy that's endless right
1: i mean come on now i think the biggest confounding variable is time time is so uh, expanded yeah. that that what if what if we're not the only life form what if we we only live for i don't know 13 billion years and then we blink out and then something else starts right away and then it lives for 13 billion years we never cross paths they could even be on the same planet that's for sure i don't know i think that currently we're not seeing real aliens i think that we are seeing governments somewhere on the planet yeah with technology that may or may not have come from other worlds but I'm really curious on, you know, Elon, he's he's getting some stuff
3: going and he's going to you know make it a little bit more frequent to get out there. It seems like, I mean, his his uh what his uh capsule technology the or the the uh, the landing of what what was it, uh, you know, not a missile, the Falcon Heavy. You know, the way it was able to land and shit and are yeah. reusable, reusable rocket is is pretty fucking crazy. I mean, that's insane, you know. Yeah. I mean, the 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 money it costs beforehand to build one of those and they, they were just thrown away i mean who are you talking about elon who
1: elon musk musk okay <laughs> you know, that's the twitter guy right no that's, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> um it's either gm and christ jim musk ford. it's not ford musk is an interesting name you guys think he's the antichrist no, I don't. <laughs> I never, never, never pondered it. Um, but here, let me for a second. Well, if he ever gets a mortal yeah. head wound and survives, which would be a pretty reasonable thing, because he invented Neuralink, which kind of fixes that kind of thing. Really? Yeah. Um, if that happens, there are some head wounds that it wouldn't fix. Yeah. Well, I that's don't know why that that creeped me out so bad. I kind of want to scoot away from you a little bit when you said that. <laughs> I've, I've seen head wounds that wouldn't be fixed by anything. <laughs> don't mortally wound my head. <laughs>
0: have you ever, ever once, worried about me mortally wounded
1: anybody? I've yes, I have, yeah. yeah. We've fought before, so yeah. One at time. You're not in the small. Great. And you thought I was going to kill you. No, I didn't think you were going to kill me, but it's, an, it's a possibility. You punch somebody in the face and they fall and hit their head, they would, die. If somebody told they you die.
0: that I mortally wounded somebody, would you believe it or would you have some disbelief at first? I
1: I'd be no. like, yeah, he probably did it, but I'll get him out. It's
0: not answering the question. <laughs> He's definitely walking through the bush there. I've shown zero violent tendencies in my life. That's true. I've only been I've only been in one fight in my whole life and uh, I beat him up really good, but I didn't hurt him. And uh, other than that. Do you think you'll ever get in a fight again? Uh, it's my goal. It's always been my goal to be able to tell my grandchildren that I've, I've made it to
1: this point without getting in a fight. Well, you failed really? that already. That's I, a personal. I, goal. I said again. Yeah. No. Paul, what about you? Uh, no, I don't. Care uh, to fight again. no, I don't care to fight. Do you I, think there's, there's How hard is it for you to avoid a fight? Uh, like oh, let's say you're walking through times. California, you're what you're in Hollywood. I don't know, hypothetically. You're walking down Hollywood Boulevard, and there's a homeless guy who's clearly mentally ill, probably weighs ninety-five pounds. Sounds- minority, ethnic minority. <laughs> sure. Clearly in poverty. Poverty stricken, probably very few mental health resources. Gotcha. I think I probably couldn't sure. read. Good at, at the very least, he probably yeah. couldn't read good. And uh, let's say this is happening: you're walking down, you're with your family, you're you're like eight feet up ahead of your wife, and and she's walking with your young son, um, Paul Blaylock the third. And this homeless guy walks up, and it's crowded; everyone's bumping into everybody. And he uh, and you turn around just in time to hear him say, "Bitch, I'm gonna tell you that's sexy."
3: yeah that might uh you know be at least a confrontation you
1: know but wait wait uh, wait but then you hear him say well then you hear your your son say little paul blaylock the third say mom i think that man just called you a bitch and she's like yeah and he also slapped my ass and then he wandered off into the crowd would you fight that man that mentally ill, handicapped, homeless man you know, who my, just sexually I've, assaulted your wife a lot and bad. called her a bitch if in front of your kid, luck the Third. That would be it. If my wife wanted me to. How do you know? Yeah. I'd ask her. You
3: well, you don't length. have time. You see the look in the eye. He's getting you know. away. Well, if he's going to chase,
1: I mean, who's going to take the look chase, is, right? looks, The look up. looks like this. Yeah, there's, I, you, I don't you don't take I, chase, right? I don't think I'd leave the kids to go chase. Well, that's do you? Do you okay. or do you not? Do I mean, you? Uh, I mean, do you leave your kids to pursue this homeless uh, person to beat them up? Nope. I think that's. A, I would have left that do one. Like, or do you laugh you, it off? You, you laugh it done. off that one. You know that one's a. That's one to laugh. I told off. you,
0: Melissa. Only bad things are going to happen <laughs> from you chasing that man down. That's and it. Beating him up. Uh, I totally get the whole not one, to. It. I might
3: have to go. Man. Uh, uh, Take a break or relieve myself real I quick. We should <laughs> take a piss.
1: This is going well.
3: <laughs>
0: that is that whistle
2: pig is
3: good. How you doing,
0: Mister? Oh. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna check out that forest up Ocean Park tomorrow. Forest? There's a yeah, right by right right okies she's single. She's cute. I, t- I mentioned something to Catalog about her yesterday, and she when wait. What the fuck, Jade? From two days ago? Oh, that's still that's still going on, but uh, fuck, I'm fucking lonely, dude. And I'm not doing anything with her. Cause she doesn't want to. She's not doing anything. Her, cause she doesn't like. It's different. Well, I agree. If I, mean, I can, what? I gotta look. I can't be stupid about it. Well, you were tell me that Dude, terribly I don't want to get into that, but I'm just saying, yeah. her. It. it <laughs> It's too good to... But, you also It's too good to... Build boundaries. Yeah, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna fuck it up. Well, that probably wouldn't be too. But I'm gonna look. All right. Well, let me know if you want to... Somebody go anywhere there. Are you all these? old players. She's got her own business. Fucking A. She's younger. Where's the look, anyways? Well, let, let me know when you wanna do it. Be with you. Yeah, might be, I'm gonna I'm figure my play. I'm gonna go in there, uh, ask him looking for something for Lindsay's baby. Perfect. Yeah. I'll look for something for Molly. But Ryan said she's got some baby daddies on her. That's all right. They'll do they it. All do. I think she's she's kind of sexy. Hey, your food's fucked up. I know it's fucked up. <laughs> How do you even fucking see with that? Doesn't it not like making sick, I'm to gonna, make you sick? I'm up? gonna get it fixed. That's- I'm gonna, it, get, I'm gonna go get an iPhone here. What the fuck it just, it does everything I need it to. That's great. Cr- it, it like it's kind of blurry. Doesn't that like fucking give me vertigo or no, what? No. I, I handle it. Tell me in a
1: minute. You got a <it>. blurry phone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not just that. Just, you can use headphones for a while. Will you? <laughs> I don't, don't want to wear them. I don't want to wear them. All right, I'll wear them. The person we're of the glasses.
0: Here we go. Here, we'll get a little bit more Into the, next into the button up shirt lately.
3: I like it. Definitely. There, now we're. I'm a little more singular here, right? See? Look at that. We're at just a, a posse. We're pos- the three pos- best friends pos- that anybody could have. No, we
1: are not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling this all life. I am definitely the best friend you could have. <laughs> <Get> you, <laughs> but I only have enough room in my life for, like, but but I was, it's tough. I was thinking about it, and if I got <laughs> married right now,
0: I think uh, it's, tough to, it's tough to say because everybody goes
1: in waves. Oh, well, yeah. You guys think you're going to lose your hair? <coughs> no. My um, old man has every hair that he was born with. I don't think I'm going to lose mine. Well, I got to receiving mine now, but I wear a hat every day, so it's a tough one. <coughs> yeah, let's check it out. Can we see it? Yeah, I'll pull it out. Your
0: dad still got most hair. This hair doesn't he do.
1: Yeah. My dad has a beautiful head of hair. Shout out, my dad's into hair. Look at that, look Paul! Your hair is really thick really as fluff. Thick oh, as what? Fuck! Look at that. Thick it's with curly right. C's. Yeah, you got a little. What do they call that? The widow's. That's like the opposite of a widow. Yeah, see, so you've pull it up mm. here. You see that? God damn it, Paul! You do not have a receding hairline. That's a nice one. Well, um, I mean, you're no Jeff, I'm but the skipper's hat. For what? Well, I don't have a receding hairline. I was no, saying big you forehead. have zero receding hairline. <laughs> no, but I do have a big forehead, so it might seem like. Like Paul like I have and also one. myself. The, so you, the little wispy hairs that used to be little blonde baby hairs, which I'm sure yeah. you had too, they all fell out. But look at the size of my forehead compared to your guys's. Well, look I'll, at the size of the rest of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do want to say, branded bills.
3: I've gotten three hats right yeah, nice now from uh, from fishing companies that i fished for. Cool. Uh, they're Shout really up. really nice, branded bills. It's got it. a nice flex yeah, on it. seriously, and they're uh, and it snugs, but it's not tight. No, it snugs out. No, it's it's super just a comfortable thrift. fit. That thing's sweet, right? It and it's yeah, uh, nice a lot of hash yeah. Out. outside, you know, they look good.
1: They wick moisture. Yeah, they do. It does. know you're not much of a hat guy. That's right. Oh, we didn't we didn't have him covered like the the stuff about your baby. Like, we talked about it a lot yesterday, so I, I kind of feel like you should talk about it a little bit. The experience of being there when yeah. your kids are born. Let's do
3: it. Well, really. so, I'll start with the beginning, you know. Uh, Astoria Birth Center. Um, oh, yeah, Astoria Birth you, Center. You told me you are going to have Rebecca, Rebecca Orton. I mean, yeah. Yeah, she's coming next week. Uh, i tell you what. Uh, awesome place. Uh, hands down, well, the best experience we had at all three kids. The people there were amazing. They were uh, tentative, uh, everything Alyssa asked for or, you know, could need uh, in any situation. They were there for it. Um, they, they were amazing, you know. Um, I mean, you know, we, uh, as soon as we had the baby, I mean, they had a dinner order for us. They had What'd you
1: have? We had toro sushi. Oh, wow. They yeah. brought in dinner. They went and picked it up for us. Wow, they didn't give you shitty, like... What's with the Jell-O at hospitals? So why is it different? That's the crazy thing, right?
3: So, you know, at the hospital, you got like... They made it up. Make it up. So, they have a baby, you know, after you have a kid, right? They have a, a certain special selection that you're allowed to pick from, right? I think that's what Jell-O is. Well, yeah. you know, uh, kind of a, a little oh, nitpick to uh, the birth center. You, you get a $100 credit if you have a baby there. So, you can order dinner from wherever you want to. Oh, uh, you know, we ordered a whole right. tray full of, fact, of Tora sushi. It was great. Really Tora sushi. Uh, shout out to them, too. That was delicious.
1: Did Alyssa breastfeed? Yeah. Every every kid. They didn't give a shit about that? The I remember them telling Melissa she shouldn't eat fish. Oh, no. And that we did anyway.
3: You know, I tell you what, man, but. there was not, you know, they they weren't really in particular about certain things. What you know, part? they they were amazing. They How do you not eat fish? Yeah, exactly. We eat fish a lot. Yeah, we eat fish um, a lot, too. I I
0: love fish, but I know people who don't.
1: Yeah. yeah a lot of eat, people. We eat a lot of fish. You know, let me know the fish. i bet in the Midwest. People don't love fish everywhere like we do. I think it's different. It's know, dip, people they, love fish. They they love I'd uh, rather have a steak myself. Personally.
0: It's like uh, I'd rather have a nice T-bone or ribeye than the, fish. They eat freshwater fish, fish back east too, like catfish and trout Fresh and stuff. Fish, is more popular. Yeah. Catfish is really popular. Saltwater fish is there, uh, yeah.
3: uh, but that's like that's their yeah. that's their prime rib, right? Like that's their, you know,
0: their T-bone, you know, because they eat that shit all. the time. I like seafood, but I'm Being out here, I'm picky about it. What's your very favorite? favorite seafood, or very favorite food. Uh, the best, seafood. So I'll just say that. The best seafood that I ever had in my life was uh, pickled sturgeon from uh, Gugasburg here in Chinook, And that It sounds was, great. It was uh, outstanding. But actually, take that back. The best seafood I've ever had is uh, Dustin Star's smoked spring salmon. It's, mm-hmm. it's one of the best things I've ever put yeah. in my body in my life. It feels like when you eat it, like Popeye. It's, it's like when like, you eat an elk steak. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It's got so much oil in it, and the that smoke recipe he does. There's that's so much good. good. I like the smoke stuff. Paul, do you hunt? Yeah, yeah. I drink. shot one.
3: Uh, that's one of my life. Um, and I actually shot it with CJ. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, CJ, oh, I'm sure got pleasure, but, uh, yeah, pretty vicious. But yeah, CJ
0: uh, got me into muzzleloading oh. uh, locally here. Didn't you do something like you shot his? You pissed him no. off somehow, you shot his be, you know, that you, day You shot his elk that or something. Was, you know. Or you pushed he pushed an elk to, to you say. that wasn't you were supposed to shoot or something like that. Hey, that- No, the day was so that boy we got no better. we showed up
3: daylight on the other side of this, this area, right? We knew the elk were in this area and, and we were getting in there and uh we do the elk were in this certain spot. Well, we we jolt in after them, you know. We're trying to get after them. We get on top of them again. Uh, I think CJ got a shot off, or somebody did, right? We're at the bottom of this this area where you're pretty much right to a, a pit, you know. And nothing nothing was killed. So we hike out there that day. We get back to CJ's uh, parents' house there, and uh, April made us some lunch and shit. And, you know, we were up pretty early. Shout out April. I'm sitting on the couch. You know about kind of passing out because you know I've been up pretty early. I'm just hanging out. CJ accidentally loaded his gun twice, you know, with a muzzle loader that that could blow up in your face. Yeah, that's not fun. He was trying to get it apart and it, it clean it out. And he's like, "Hey man, just just take off. You know, go hiking this place, and you know they're probably there." So I'm like, "Well shit, dude, I'm not gonna go without you." You know, and the day before I just got a brand new phone, so I left my phone in my truck. C.J. handed me a walkie-talkie, I think that was that day. I left my phone in my truck and I had a walkie-talkie. So, you know, we were trying to, to respond, and that day it was pouring down rain. So I hiked up. It was like, you know, noon or one or something like that, pouring down rain, and, uh, you know, C.J. was like, hey, you know, I think if you hiked into that area, you might find him. If not, you know, give me a shout. We'll we'll meet up. As soon as I get this gun loaded up, oh, I'm right behind you. So I, I took off, and, uh, you know, I, I start hiking up this area, and, and I get up top of this hill. And there's a whole herd in front of me. Well, you know, muzzleload hunting in our area, you can shoot any sex. I think there was, if I remember right, there's only one bull in the herd, and and uh, and these these elf were just oblivious to me there because it was pouring down rain. I mean, just pouring. You know how it does around here. So, you know, I waited, and I had a muzzleloader. So that the longer I sit in that pouring down rain, it might not go off.
0: Yeah. You know. And so I sit there and I walk back down the These hill. These are all just excuses that you're giving CJ right now, right? No, I, this is the okay. steps I took. Uh-huh. Okay,
3: I got you. And I walk down the hill again. I try to call them. Nothing. Walk back up. Make sure they're still there. Still there, you know. Um, walk back down again. Call them again. And... Uh, and they were still there. So this bull went broadside at 70 yards or 50 yards. I don't even know if it was that far. It was like 30 yards. I mean, it was like right spitting distance, you know, in front of me. And, you know, I thought as a friend, he would have been mad if I didn't take the shot. So I took the shot. Good friend. CJ was just pulling up with his truck and he heard my gunshot, you know, and he got up there. I can see when he got up there, he, was, he ran up the hill, you know, and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I didn't know if he was. You know, he went in and chased in the, the elk that went up the hill. You know, that at that time they went up and into the clear cut and, and or and not into the clear cut, out of the clear cut, you know, into the woods. But it was a raghorn. It wasn't a very nice bull, you know. <laughs> But the next year CJ shot shot a nice three point with uh with my gun. You know, it was kind of a weird situation then too. You know, we were in a weird spot and we were in this area, we were hiking around and we didn't uh, we didn't have permission to hunt at the time, but CJ knew the owner, so he was just trying to get a hold of the guy, you know, and, and CJ finally got a hold of the guy, but we hiked in there were no guns just to make sure, you know, we were trying to trying to hike on somebody's property with uh, no you know, without having permission there and CJ got permission in the middle of it and went back to got his guns. Well, I'm sat there and watched the elk for a while. And and uh, anyway, CJ, we ended up shooting. He ended up shooting this elk inside these, just this thickets, you know. And this is a beautiful three-point. I think we still have a picture. I have a picture of it somewhere. Really, really beautiful bull. Nice. But yeah, he shot. So he shot it with, I think he shot first with his gun. And then, you know, cause muzzleloader takes a minute to load, right? You have to load from the the barrel and it, you know, it takes yeah. a good 30. It's like a musket. Yeah. It's a musket. I mean, it's, that's what it is. So he had both of our guns over shoulders, you know, pulled at it with his gun shot. And I think he threw his gun to the ground and then had my gun. So it was loaded, ready to go. And, and then I think he put it down. I don't know. if he, I think he reloaded my gun. I think he shot it the L a couple times, you know, but he told me the story. Like he was in the thickets and he had to. Like jump and lay down on it because it was so thick. You know how it is around here. You know yeah. when you're in the swamp area, it's just like super thick. And, a, and a bunch of brush will change the trajectory of a bullet. Oh, for sure. If you don't have a clear shot, you you know you're you're not you're not going to hit something pretty much because it's it's amazing what a little bit of you know uh, shrubbery will do
1: to a bullet. You yeah. Know? And people would think like, oh, it'll go straight through that. Nah, no, it will, but it'll yeah. go through it, but not the same straight line. Yeah, it moves a little bit.
3: Yeah, Some other guy came up to us though. We would, we uh, CJ and I found them that day, and we've been, you know, tracking them for a couple days. And where actually CJ lives now, or where he did live, you know, Chris. oh, you're on the peninsula, yeah. This is a uh, oh, ocean spray area. So that time, you know, we've been tracking them up and down the peninsula, and finally we couldn't find them, couldn't find them, couldn't find it. It was a big herd, you know, it was like 50, 56 head or something like that at wow. the time. And uh, we finally found like a trace, we were driving up and down. And then, you know, I think I spotted, I think I spotted the the track coming across the road. It looked like some shit, you know, messed up on the side of the road. And through the gravel, you kind of see, they you know, they're pretty good about going single pass, you know, even 56 head. So they came across the road in this weird area right above Ocean Spray. And they, they came over to a tougher, you know, uh, Ocean Spray Bogs there. And that's where uh, we found them way back in the corner of, the of them, you know they were beating up Tucker's bogs back there you know oh god I heard an elk will just fuck oh, up a garden or a cranberry bog yeah they just trample 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 so yeah we I sat there watched Washington for like two hours that day and then some other guy came and uh, put a shot on him
1: before all of us were ready to shoot on him you know oh yeah, scared of the rest away. bullshit yeah bullshit move well we are 90 minutes in to the show and I think that I should go over my list because we haven't really covered a lot of it um, Watch it. I think you've got enough. <laughs> Jesus. I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: explain I really feel. Getting sloppy. <sighs> do you want me to tell you how I really feel is this feel? mine or is this yours, Jeff? you never this one. held me hell before. On the podcast, do you want me to tell you um, tell everybody how I really feel? Where'd you get that there? That's pretty cool. I found it on the floor. Is
3: that like a key tag?
0: That's actually what yeah. uh, is the what makes you a great friend and gets us into fights. <laughs> Is that we both speak our mind. That's it. What What are friends for? You tell me what you think, and sometimes I'm like, you don't oh, like that. <laughs> I don't like it." I don't like it.
1: Friends and family, if you're yeah. straight up, but what, what's the point? Yeah, it was all good. Okay, Paul, so here's the deal. Ever since we had planned this podcast, I've just been keeping a list. Sure. Every time an idea comes into my head, I was like, oh, that's a, a conversation I could see being fun with Paul or interesting with Paul or whatever. I just write it down. So I have a bunch of random ideas and I'm just going to read them. And we don't, we have 30 minutes left. We don't have enough time to really uh, go over all of them. But as I go through the list, keep mental notes. And yeah. then, um, yeah, we get to the end. You just pick which ones you want to talk about and we'll hear you out. That sounds good. All right. Some of these are, are serious, some of them are silly, some of them are. Hard probably confusing we'll see here we go and feel free to jump in if, if you feel uh particularly led to think Speak about a certain topic what do you want me to do you can you can um chime in as as needed i'll put it like out of the drink. i'll put a finger up jeff if if uh, if i need you to just hush i'll just put a finger up like that
3: <laughs> that's just like it
1: other than that feel free to speak freely okay and take your fucking shirt off. What, are you just going to stay closed the whole time? Joe, <laughs> put your finger up. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. Was- Jeff, you can talk whenever you want. I am getting a little... It is getting a little hot in here, I'm not going to lie. All right, so Paul is somebody I have always enjoyed hanging out with. He's uh, And I actually made a note of this in my phone because... That, that's actually a, a fairly short list of people. You guys bonded at the bachelor party. What you guys? Were, that oh. was just the, the most recent time, Jeff. We've yeah. seriously been doing that since seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Every time we hang out in a in a function where we're just like, because we have all the same friends, and we just well, have the, never. even lately. We're like, fuck, we gotta get the families. Exactly. Do this. It's know? like we just have always clicked. Yeah. And it's easy. It's easy. Mm, it but uh, the bachelor party in particular was. Uh, I feel like I, we did bond. Yeah. We did bond. Down had field, a few yeah. drinks. Had a few pre- drinks. Down the hills, uh, okay. What do you mean, down the hill? You, you and I are up top of that. You know, you and
3: I are kind of on the same level with snowboarding. You know, oh, that because
1: I'm new, at the hood, yeah, you're new. You know, or new. I was this, talking right? about the kayak bachelor party, so I got confused. Both bachelor parties, uh, both, both right? of them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely the <laughs> <was> snowboarding. <laughs> uh, that is not my my uh, forte. No, I, I'm, well, you know, I'm getting better at it, but that was like the third time or second time I've ever been in my life. Yeah, know? me too. That I was sucks. so glad that you were not heavily experienced when no, you got I there. I was don't. like, oh, my God, I won't be in Cotone. Shit, the last, literally the last run of the day, I, that was the hardest i bit. you know? It's not an easy day. thing to do. It oh, takes so much leg strength and so much balance and attention until so you like bad. learn it. Yeah. So you're hot? No, I it was hot on the mountain. Oh yeah. I it, wanted to take my shirt off on the mountain. If you have to, Jeff, it's okay. We gotta get a thumbnail. It's a thing that they uh so when you do a YouTube video, they make you take a picture and make it like your thing. Oh there's, there's <laughs> you <go. laughs> just there we go. I could <laughs> use that. I could use that. Well <laughs> it's anyway. Hey, just go ahead and whip it off, Jeff. So I'm just gonna list right through it, Paul. Alright, will and do you uh it. you respond as as you want. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, okay so I don't have a question for it in particular, but we should talk about both those bachelor parties. They were great. Colton's bachelor party and then Jake's bachelor party last year, or two years ago. How long has it been, actually? Jake, how long have you been married? I know you're not here, but just say it out loud. I'll hear it. <laughs> Jake's been married for uh, three years. I think four now is four years. More, four years. I don't like it. I'll put a ding in. It's not hot enough, huh? uh, You're not going to get shined up. It's too, uh... You won't glisten. It's too awkward. Wait, well, did they get married before Jet? They I didn't get even able to get married after Jet, right? Not yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was after Jet. We'll Jade. get it off. She is five. She's five. I don't think so. Just right after Jet, though. She had four years. She yeah. did Okay. Yeah, she was... Good. Who cares? Yeah. Um... We love Jed, but you know. No, of course. Yeah, but how little do you- I don't mean I, I don't- cares about Jed, my <laughs> niece. I love her. I say, I mean, yeah, we do. I, I think everybody who's listening right now, including Jake and Brooke, are like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, let's move on, guys. Let's do it. So, which bachelor party who cares if it was three or four years? Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I got gotcha. you. Um, that's the kind of details that the people who believe in the truth. <laughs> Is there anybody left? It's not, not far between, maybe before this. All right, I'm just gonna rip through these these <laughs> questions. Okay, so get um, distracted pretty easy. Do you have a tsunami plan? Like, what are you gonna do if there's a tsunami? You live in a very uh, tsunami scary area. That's where I grew up, right there in the inundation zone. And it's a uh, I I will tell you, we didn't have a plan growing up. The plan, drown. I can tell y'all the plan in the-
3: Alyssa's really got serious into this lately. You know, uh, there's a hill right behind. You're pretty close to U Street too. There's another little hill. There is. So uh, 270th, right? So between uh, Z Street and Sandridge, there's a pretty good size hill. With a three-story hole on it, you know, and then shit hits the fan. Or there's a, uh, a cell tower. Cell tower. You're right, right by cell the tower. Right road, right? Yeah. Now, you know, so, you know, shit hits the fan. That's where you go, you know. That's crazy to think about. But, yeah, that is. It's crazy. You'd be okay. That well, thing this, is a structure that would survive. The fucked up thing is, is, is when it's going to happen, man, it's, there ain't going to be no time,
1: you know. Nin- in- Ninety minutes or something. Yeah.
3: Well, fuck. They say what that the 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 fault is what. Uh, I don't even remember how many miles? miles. How many? Ninety. It's not very.
0: Yeah. So if that hits, like if you feel the earthquake, you're fucked. You well, know it's what I'm saying? You gotta fuck up the like the earthquake will fuck up the roads. It won't be like you can just get in your car and. I mean, it's hard to know. It didn't, I yeah, just yeah. Have it, to go steal a boat, the will fall and just ride that motherfucker. Well, that
3: water's
1: got to be getting airboat. <laughs> <pulled, laughs> that pull, that will all be getting pulled out. I know that's the fuck. It did. You know what do you do? You can work with mud if you what got an airboat. Yeah. But anyway, let's. That's,
0: those those I'm, are such great. We went fishing today on a little twelve foot John boat, Luke's, and we had four people in there, like standing up, well over the weight limit, and there were still tons of freeboard. Like those are such good
1: craft, good John boats. Yeah. Good. John should we boats. should we talk about Luke and the boat and all that? And you. So, Let's talk about that. Okay, so I'm, I'm, like, I'm just going to make it clear that it was given to... Colton. You
0: know, I don't want to piss Chris and David. I'm sure they're they pissed, but still... I not pissed, Jeff. I'm sure. No, I'm but I don't want to just be like, yeah, that's it's, you know, vlogs to me, and it's mine, I'm the one who should have it, and anything like that. Who'd you go fishing with today? Colton, and Colton Lane, and Hannah. It, we didn't catch anything, because they, the, they got in the goddamn paddle boat. It's just like, fuck. We're going it. No and those kids, like, bass is tricky. And, like, yeah. kinda, you know, you get in there, and, make, try and I'm trying to tell him to be quiet. You gotta be quiet. And he's just like, okay, we gotta be quiet and patient. Yeah, you don't know. Hey, Jeff, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, okay, we're not going to catch anything today. <laughs> that's fine. I'm soothing. Just radar. throwing it right into the grass every time. I'm, cold, I'm like, dude, these are five. was like, Cole, these are $5 lures, man. He, he, he ended up, got, yeah. But that's what I told him. I was like, dude, just practice today. We're just gonna practice, and when one day you'll come over here, and me and you and your dad will go out there and. I we'll hear beeping, Jeff. <laughs>
1: I hear beeping. There's nothing on that screen. I unplugged this one. I think that's messing, up. messing us up. Okay. It's there's I'll leave my hair in there. Is it still beeping?
0: Oh. Did it stop. Yeah, there's Colton Fisher, man. Oh, he showed up with this. Uh, this just like Walmart bought ass pole that's like way too long with like 20 pound test on it and you know like it looks really cool but it's just trash it's like <laughs> fuck dude I remember trying to bite the line I was like oh my god the video
3: is the video hanging us up? I think so well so your shirt off ain't gonna fucking you know god damn it I don't know I might be able to use the screenshot or something I will oh here we'll put this tight here oh want see I can still hear this in my I can still hear this in my earphones. You got the, the, beep, the beeping going on still? No, no, no beeping. But the mics are real clear. So I can hear it in the headphones, the mics. Oh, that worked out. See, I see another.
0: Pretty crazy. He's figured all this stuff out. I know. This is St. Something. or something. Like that. Mm-hmm. On going
2: on here?
0: I remember when this room was fucking bare. Right? I can imagine. I painted like a little section over there. So that was your little blue square right there. No, like, it's more like the <laughs> mountain, base of the mountain. He only let you just do one color. That was it.
3: So I can hear in the headphones, the mics. Crazy. Uh, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> Wait, so did you just, Jeff, did you paint this like with one tape job? Like with separate colors, but yeah. just one tape job? Yeah, I did. Fuck do that. I mean, kind of a cool little... uh yeah that's pretty cool like wicked looking tape job you know
1: yeah it was fun i really, really enjoyed it
3: so this sounded
1: crazy now it sounds a lot different yeah 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 that's much better this is how i generally report record no cameras um and i can just see the recording it, everything's good but i want to do video and yeah. i don't think my computer can handle the video recording all the same it keeps time. crashing my computer yeah i think people like the video i know even though no one's, no one's watching the videos I'm posting, but, um, I mean, some people are like, I got like 25 views. Yeah. but still, you got to. your downloads are still doing okay. Right. Like... Oh yeah. Those are like 21,000. That's crazy. Dude, that's cool. Good job.
0: Yeah. That's that's impressive, shit. man. 21,000 people. Yeah. 21, people have
1: absorbed. That's amazing. That's the population of fucking the peninsula. Yeah, the county. I think a lot of the peninsula people are the ones who are listening to it. <laughs> Shout out my peninsula peeps. No oh, shit. Uh, I love you the peninsula. Guys keep to so me. where were we? Oh yeah. So so we're we're, we're right this link. list. Oh yeah. We're we're done That's with the list for now. Let's go on to Luke Jensen. Luke Jensen, amazing man. Amazing he really man. he really was a great kid, friend, and a great person. Yeah, he never got to really be a really big man. No, that I'm was that was sad. the shitty part. Sad, but. but so recently, Jeff, you got the boat, right? So. Yeah. the boat you guys used to use as a kid to fish.
0: Right. There's a there's a 12-foot john boat with a trolling motor that Luke got for his birthday when we were 12. I think we were 12. Um, and it was like a game changer for us. Suddenly we had all this freedom. We could be out on the water. We had, you know, with two batteries. We were we won the derby the next year. Um uh, Black Lake yeah. Fishing Derby. Um well after Luke died his parents have kept the boat and uh, Paul's borrowed it a couple times. A handful, it's been used a handful of times over the last couple of years. But uh, David goes to the same gym. I think Chris goes there, too. They, they're both uh, very committed to the gym, actually. Very fit uh, people. Yeah, they've been going for years consistently. Um, Always fit. But yeah. Colton's there, and uh, I guess they were remodeling their garage or something, like cleaning it out or something like that. And uh, I don't really talk. Well, not not really, but I haven't spoken with Chris or David in years how come' I've been years at this point? That's the whole separate issue. It's my it's mostly me uh, part of it. a big part of it is my uh antisocialness. And you know, there's been periods of my life where it's right. been very it's been. Like it's been a really it's good. been very strong, but there's lo- there's a lot of reasons why that hasn't happened. It's it's a are great it's, people. It's bad. Like I want to fix things. Yeah, uh, good, but good, good, good. it's mostly great people. You know, I'm gonna take most of the blame. Do you guys have a feud no. or or is it just no? Just haven't talked. No, no, that's
3: no, it's just, It was just one of those things. You know. I mean, I
0: think they're frustrated with me, which is totally understandable. Um, but I, I don't think they hate me. I certainly don't hate them. But it's really hard to to, to keep keep going around. It doesn't matter though. Your dead friend's parents—you got to like—it's the right thing to do. And like, I like them. It's not that I don't like them. It's—we don't need to keep going in on this. I don't want to keep get—I don't want to get off. I don't want to get off the topic here. So, um, and I don't want to just keep talking about them when they're not here. But uh, you guys know bees ejaculate to death. I do so we got this boat Chris and David gave the boat to Colton um I just moved to a house with a lake on it so Colton brought it over here so now we got Luke's boat and we're fishing the shit out of it uh, on this lake so Luke's boat will live on for he's like a proud eternity well you know until I fuck it up or break it
3: that's pretty possible you know I tell you though it's- luke's boat that thing's been caught some serious fish in its day that boat we used to fish uh we actually launched that fucker from a Naftin boat launch right
1: so Napton in the
3: the columbia river that picture huh? you had actually on there right so the only reason why i know that place so uh luke and i went halves on this outboard when we were kids and uh i think we spent 250 bucks a piece it was a piece of shit but it ran sometimes you know and we decided to strap this bitch on and we're going to head out into the Columbia and go sturgeon fishing back when sturgeon fishing was open pretty often, you know, in June. And so Luke and I motor her out from Napton boat launch all the way across to the fucking uh, right in front of the maritime museum a 12 foot jumbo in a 12 foot jumbo. There's with an electric motor. No, it was a it was oh, you a did have an out, it was a 10 okay. horse, yeah. yeah, like ra- old Evan you Yeah, it's rated for like 10 horse power. Three piece of shit. I mean, it didn't no run shit. anyways. We'd made our way over there, right? And we switched spots twice. Well, so happened to be Luke and I because Luke that motherfucker could smell the. F- I mean, he was always on the fish. That dude knew where fishing was. You know, him and I went back and forth in some places, you know, where good fishing and you know, even Jeff could. To, Probably intervened in this, you know. There's certain places where each one of us had our knack, right? Luke even took me fishing a couple of times. Luke's a, he was a hell of a fish. He changed my fishing perspective in so many different ways. He made me love sport fishing. You know, Luke is the reason why I love sport fishing, and I still have. He's the reason why I
0: hate it. Yeah. 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 It's always dragging me away. Always want to go always. fishing. Always want to go fishing. Oh, well, to... yeah. You know, when something I, I know. The... <laughs>
1: He liked to do that too. We got our my finally pulled it, twisted it <laughs> <laughs> He liked to do him um, a scary amount sometimes. Actually, yeah, uh, that wasn't my favorite part of hanging out with him. What I liked about Luke is he was like joyful, a genuinely Always. joyful Always. person. Like try to find the zest in life.
0: Yeah, when well, we were talking the other day about like what makes somebody a good like commercial fishermen. And that's like one of those things where you either have or don't like he, he generally got so joyful and excited from fishing being, just being on the water and all. Well, that. Well, he
3: always said he wanted to get his degree in, go fuck it, find a cabin up in the middle of the woods, be part of a hatchery and study the river. That was, you know, I mean, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to do freshwater fish in a river or, or be in charge of a hatchery somewhere, you know, that would, that he could fish all the time or whatever it was, right? Like, that's what you know, what freshwater biology was his degree, right? That's what he was... Freshwater fisheries Freshwater fisheries, yeah. So, I mean, that's
0: you know... My curiosity's just killing me. Tell me please about these uh, ejaculating bees to death. Bees ejaculating to death? Yeah. Would that be
1: a good way to go or a bad way to go? Sounds good to me. If you have to take away... Well, let me give it a Google just so I don't get it wrong. I would love to talk about it. (laughs) I'm going to Google bees ejaculate to death. Research reveals they can literally ejaculate themselves to death. Just the males? In extreme heat. Extreme heat? The extreme heat kind of complicates things for me because it seems like they might die anyway.
0: Right. It's extreme. They happen to be ejaculating
1: in the heat? I don't know. Um, when the male worker bees are subjected to very high temperatures, their bodies begin to convulse, which forces them to ejaculate their abdomen sized penis equivalent out of their body. Abdomen and sized? You're die back. from the shock. A Dang, queen. that's it, big. That's Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Forcefully, too? like
0: all of a sudden to just get you like walking up here the other night I would've forcefully ejaculated
1: to death from the heat like not. Yeah. That's that That's horrible. the pressure just builds up <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, I saw a video the other day of a bee with no wings a bumblebee crawling around on this lady's hand and she was talking about it and she's like it still buzzes it's so cute no wings she, did she remove the wings? probably <laughs> You ever pulling wings off a bug? Days ago, actually. A bumblebee? Yeah. You must have gotten, uh, crushed it or something. They're nice. Uh, They're like little, it was, little cuddly I bears. Was a, it was really hot a couple of days ago, and I just got done digging a grave, and I, was, I got
0: in the car, and I had like a cut-off shirt on, and uh, I felt something, like my whole side here was exposed, and I felt something crawl on it, and I went and moved, and it stung, stung me. I'm assuming it was a beat. No um, oh, shit. Coincidentally, like two days before that, I was talking on the phone, with this girl at like 11.30 at night and I was driving home and I pulled over to talk to her and then I, uh, I hung up his phone and I started driving home and uh, a freaking spider comes out from my dang, head, from A, a
1: deadly one? I, well, he it, it does it to me. They're all deadly. I was I was afraid for my wife. <laughs> Paul, uh, what do you want them to do with your body after you die? Oh shit! I peaked the mic. I'm going to turn it down a little bit. You well, don't have you, a choice. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. With I that. know you asked me that, you know, over our sweatshop. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I still really I, thought an answer, answer, I, have, I thought about it, but you thought
3: about it though, and I haven't uh, come up uh, with anything good yet. I'm going to put you through a big trap. You might have to give me a, and put you into maybe another time here. You know, maybe we'll reconvene one of these, uh, you know, uh, sessions here, and we'll do one more, and I'll come up with something. Do
1: good. my idea.
3: I it's like that. One. I like one. that Become idea. Become a cedar
1: tree. Or I, I, I do mean don't enjoy take, that. Don't think mine exactly. Put your your own Paul spin on per- it an alder. Like All right, corner. an good alder. Idea. I like that though. But there's plenty of other trees he could be. Yeah. An alder. But balsam. I'm gonna be uh, so, uh put into a burlap sack clutching a uh an evergreen tree of some kind, but most likely a western red cedar if know, it's the right see. time of year. Is there such a thing? There is. Well a what? Honestly, I don't care. I'm dead. Whatever tree it is 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 no part. Really, no problem. But oh shit! Just don't fucking embalm me. That is gross to me. Yeah, I, I, you know that's a tough one. But if you saw uh, just burn up. No, it's it is
0: gross. But if you saw the natural decomposition process of a human body too, you would think that's just as
1: gross. Why would I need but to why, see it though? Put it yeah. in the ground. But you don't see people getting embalmed either. I don't. What it's not say, about like, me seeing it. It's about what happens. Scream. It's all you know, I'm saying. No, You're I know. Then you don't care. There's nothing
3: about it's not dying about me. That's a, a good thing, point. right? But you just you know whatever you feel
1: is good afterwards. Like, my point is not about me. I'm out of the the scenario, so but you might as well put my body to good use, exactly. like my legs, bugs, and worms, and soil eat a
3: fertilizing. Your body for like
0: per-
1: fertilizing no, a totally tree or... Some,
0: some family members, after the family member dies, wants, want to see him one last time. Oh, no.
1: I'm not saying that it's a problem with that. I'm just saying don't do that to me. But a tree... Well, I thought it wasn't about you. What if that's what they want? Then they should do that. Kay. Yeah. 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 Most of the
0: time, the uh, the family does make the decision, not the deceased guy. Well, Unless you have something written really out, right? Well. Yeah. Even then. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because they're paying. People do whatever they want. Well... You know, whoever. It's playing. actually, it's actually really sad. Some of the things that happened down there. Oh, for sure, man. Like uh, the wars over money and stuff like that's, that. I'm like, that's the fuck part. There's shelves. There's two gorilla racks with ashes that people have never claimed.
1: Wow, you heard it here, free ashes. Nope, pick up your ashes. Go get some ashes if you want some. They've got a bunch. Yeah. That is sad, man. Yeah, right.
0: That is really sad.
1: People just have forgotten
0: about. And every 10 years or so, we take a year of them and take them to the Walker Cemetery, and there's a stone that says uh, something about forgotten souls lost. Damn, forgotten. man. That's tough, dude. That's the. Wow. That's shit, that'd reality. be hard right there. That's the harsh reality in the world, man. Up. A lot of people die wow. alone and nobody. Sad. Or a lot of people die with people that don't care about them. You know, uh,
3: Paul,
1: I have a question for you. Go ahead. Shoot me. Or shoot. Don't tempt. Me. <laughs> Well, Okay, you, do, um, I've heard now. you deal with the, some back problems. Yeah. I've also well. heard you've made the claim that a good massage can make you taller. Can you expand on this? Well, so, um, I... Uh,
3: Rub your dick twice on a full moon. That's it. So, well, the masseuse I went to at the time... Uh, can you call actually... masseuses
2: still?
1: <laughs>
3: He, i think it's massage therapist service okay well you did not he was famous he was great uh it, his uh his <laughs> name was uh paul estrella <coughs> from uh zephyr massage is that it? A- he's got a place in ocean park ginger <laughs> neutral term what's
0: we'll this is he says
3: we'll <laughs> I, it, I, I don't know yeah paul estrella <laughs> great great massage therapist we'll get into that massage therapist uh he told me that you know hey if you come on un- consistently um I, I i could probably make you an inch taller because you're hunched over and and the way your back is is confined and your hips and and all that shit you know he said it i you know i could probably be taller you know and did it work I, I didn't go consistently so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's not actually making you taller you're just standing taller like, it's
3: it, you you know your natural height is is what it is right but uh, your your muscles decide to do differently, right? So, do you my work is uh, uh, you know does certain things to my back and in my lower body and okay. my hips and and it, you
1: need to be stretched out. It, going to be it's tough, man. It, it's tough. It's tough. Have you um you ever considered being drawn and quartered? Not all the way, but just a bit no i haven't i've thought about, about doing that yeah. it seems like it'd feel good if you have a horse with a lot of control somebody who's really got the relationship down and like hannah who could yeah. just like say hey crack this guy's back for me pull those scapulas out a little bit they're just compressed um tight, and just like tight yeah just pull you out a little bit i've, I've thought about it
3: well you know um Never i did go to him a couple of times he, he 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 did a couple few things that you know it felt different leaving there you know and and certain um you know uh, muscle and tendons that you don't understand i never understood as a person you know like uh your shoulder blades that get they get pinched with your forearms your forearm has a tendon that actually reaches all the way to your shoulder blades that if you do too many across your body motions you know which we do a lot uh long line into your bait and tubs and that's that's what happens you know you're you're constantly pulling across your body or or gutting fish or anything like that that will actually tense up your back of your shoulder braids and your upper back, which will actually make you hunch, you know? know? So, so baiting tubs is a, is a fucking thing. It's a, it's a, it's a long, tedious. Yeah. Shithole. Okay. You know? Yeah. What does that mean? You're putting bait on hooks, you know? and When you're when you're foot skate, for example, and if like black cod, so it every six inches, halibut uh, no, 30, 30. So, uh, black cod was, uh, you know, black cod or halibut tubs are every 36 inches. Most black, most, cod. Uh, black cod is, yeah, it's pretty skinny inside there, so you yeah, know, you have, you're, to, you're betting, you have to put the bait on, they have to lay it down a certain in way, tub. And you're, you're on the back deck of a boat for, and if you're fast at baiting tubs, then you're stuck at baiting, baiting tubs, tubs, you know, that's all you do. That's all you do. So, do you? do you sandbag it as in like you know
0: suck at it just on purpose a little bit on purpose yeah no what about you guys right, if you're right on the edge where it's between you and one other guy but uh, the guy the, cap you
1: it, the thing the is about it it's like, if is if you sandbag certain things you're only hurting yourself yeah. well you got to be better at something else so it doesn't even come on <laughs> yeah but it only goes certain, you know that only goes so far right because well, what's another job that sounds also funny I'm pretty good on the rail. That's yeah. not that like, funny. What do you got, Paul? Like a fish over. What's well, supposed to be funny. <laughs> no, I said it. It should be funny. I, I don't have to do everything you say. Well, it's my bed. show, so be quiet, please. Oh, okay. Well, you
3: know, we over the rail, right? You know, that's where it's at. You okay. know, over the rail is the funny that's part. The same thing as that's Chad. that's the that's the fun part. Hey, hey, you got to do what he says. Nothing. It's got to be funny. <laughs> well, you know, there ain't nothing funny about, I guess, gutting fish over the rail. I don't know. <clears throat> Coiling the diaper? The diaper? Oh, on a diaper? diaper. There you go, yeah. There's diapers? That's funny. Yeah, we have we we coil skates into diapers. What are skates? So skate bottoms is what you call them, and that's a skate. Skating gear is x amount of fathoms per tub, right? Or skate bottom, and that's how you long line. So every every set has x amount of skates per set. That you fish, you know, in Alaska, the boat I worked on. Most of the time, we would make three mile sets, so we'd have thirty tubs per per set, right? So, uh, you know, so every skate bottom was, or every tub, we fish tub gear, which is a little different than skate bottoms, and they were two hundred hooks skates. So you'd fish, uh, you know, thirty tubs per set. So you'd have to bait. What is that? Six thousand hooks. Per set, you know, and you would, you would, that was what you fished for, for black cod, and you'd do that three times a day. No, they got, I was wrong, Jeff. Talk more. Now they got auto baiters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul, I'm just kidding. kidding. It's, it's definitely not, it's a, it's a, a monotonous, but motherfucker, now they got you know? where the it's the hooks, that, well, they've had auto baiters for a long time, but there are some people that still do it classically and they still get an auto Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a tough fishery. It's a, it's a monotonous fucking the time history. it takes. Like we baited up. But
0: uh, well, like, it was like three or four days the first time we baited up. Yeah, like, it's stupid. It takes a while. It takes a while. If then, you're a tub gearing it, And once it takes a while. you got to start doing it
3: again. Yeah, <laughs> right. And you're out there, and you got to keep doing it. You know. Yeah. Luckily, I wasn't really good. at it. <laughs> I might have to pause for. I
0: gotta take a piss. Yeah, more go time. for it. <laughs> Damn dog. One more time. bladder
1: of a 12 year old f- Well, once I break it, dude, once I break it. Oh, and now that the video's off, I know this is just gonna go and not crash, I feel very- you feel good, pal? More relaxed. Okay, good, good, good. I'm sorry about how horrible it's gone two times. No. Oh, it sucks. It, but my. I feel like I must have destroyed my
4: computer somehow. It's just not working anymore. As Jeff and Jeff waited for Paul to return from peeing, Hilton casually picks up a yearbook that Nesbitt had brought out in hopes of happy reminiscence. Did I write anything? It was their senior year back know. in 2007. Must have...
1: What should we do? That's my handwriting. No, that's Scott. Me and Scott have some handwriting. Huh. Do you want to read... No, we already read those on a different episode. Um, you want to go over through the... Superlatives, yeah. I think we're all in there. You're most athletic, right? We got. There was a whole
0: thing with that. The original, uh, the original poll. I won like three or four things, and I only won a couple. And then everybody found out they were dating, and Amy sabotaged everything, and I only got one. Swing that over and say that again. <laughs> I only got one. I got. Uh, I got two. I got athletic and
1: legs. Seriously, the, the you can You're not heard right now. That thing is not. Is not gonna pick that up. Oh, well, I wasn't too worried about that. I am though, man. I'm making a show I in thought, here. I thought we were pausing. What No, no, it's still going. Damn dog. Is that my dog? It definitely is. No, that one's mine. No way. Yeah, that's mine for sure. Oh, no, truly, it's me, I'm Mario.
0: <sighs> and there's that criminal. Isn't
3: that crazy, going dipping in
0: that? its weird It's been a long time. We haven't time. dipped in that yet.
1: The old, uh, the yearn bag. Hey, Paul, have your kids ever caught you having sex? Uh. I don't no. recommend it.
0: Um, I caught somebody having sex.
1: Did you really? I did. I don't know what... I can't speak on anymore, man. <laughs> Paul, Paul, okay. Here, I want to set a precedent for the, rest of the episode, so I don't have to feel stressed about it. Paul's the the guest. Jeff is a is a cameo, so we have to try to let Paul talk because we, me, and you have talked. We've dominated this episode, man. We have to let Paul talk more. Um, but also, we don't want to let him talk too much because he'll start talking about fishing again, and if he does, we gotta redirect. <laughs> Is that okay, Jeff? I uh, hear what you're saying. Can you help? I will try. Show must go on. All right.
3: me a minute to win it. We got no video now. That's
1: the beauty of it. God, I I oh, wish shirts off. I wish I could remember if we got the the uh, part about the bachelor party or not. I know mean, we lost one chunk out of the middle somewhere and they fucking crashed them again. Yeah. Did. Let's just talk about current events. How about that? Do you guys know of anything going on in the world? You know, um, no. You've been following Putin? No.
3: Me either? Uh, you know, uh, I've honestly, uh, I've kind of shut the news off, man. It's really tough to watch. You don't it's know what station, yeah. I, well we travel we travel locally you know so it's uh you travel locally and we go to uh, smaller places and uh, you know we try to stay in the little towns and and uh keeping it that way it, i don't know I, I i try not to to keep up too much with current events in in the fucking world man because it's, it's depressing it really is you know uh, years ago i remember <laughs> Alyssa and i were watching the fucking news and it was like three days in a row there was either a killing uh, of uh, a fucking shooting of some sort or or, or you know what i mean it's exactly. it just like god I damn never, it's never there's nothing good to fucking hear from the news no you know and i know that's current events you know know yeah, Uh, They don't have any reason to tell you nice things.
1: People get bored of nice things.
3: And I get that's news, but fuck, you know? God damn, there's nothing good to hear from the world. And I tell you what, it's not like I'm trying to be in my own little bubble over here, but I just don't care to hear about it all.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, everything's going good in my neck of the woods. uh, You know, we we, we stay that way and and, uh, uh, we love our little neck of the woods, you know? I mean, it, it has ups and downs, you know, but, uh,
1: I'm sure as all, as we all do, but you know, as a closing topic, I would like to ask, um, think of your kids listening to this when they're all grown up. Maybe they're the age you are right now. That's scary. Isn't that crazy? Think about that for a second. Picture that. And they like, they found this on the internet and they're like, oh my God, dad did a podcast in 2022. Holy shit. And they're listening to this. Um. What would you say to them? Man, you
3: know, could you consider what, uh, how much time's gonna change from now to then? Think about I, I when we even, were kids. I have no idea what it'll be like. Think about when we were kids to now, you know? The uh, 90s. Shit, man. What do you say, right? Like, I, I, I look at it, it in a perspective of being a dad and, and, and thinking about, uh, You know, that's one of the reasons why I don't watch the news. It's just, there's too much bad shit in the world to... And and it's so... It's so open for everybody to see constantly, right? Like there's social media. There's, 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 there's never a break. I, I just feel like when we were kids, there was always a break. Like you could always fucking go ride your bike or go fucking sport fishing or, you know, we, you know, I remember you didn't as have a, a choice we we would go up in the woods and it would just be us three, man. We 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 go up there and it was. It was just us, right? You know, like there wasn't phones involved. We didn't have a fucking phone then. That was, uh, we get dropped off at, at this time and they would pick us up at that time, you know? And that was it.
1: Yeah, you know? Much and simpler time. Man. I, I just, I just I'm can't so even imagine. I'm so glad it. as a parent, I was so glad that it's not like that now, actually. That'd be stressful. I know. Or like imagine but... being a parent in the time when like 20% of your kids died. That would be terrible. We're man. lucky. I know it. I know it. But, you know, I I, I worry about the world we're leaving to the kids. Well, that's a big one. That's what I would say. I'd say, hey, sorry. I hope it's not horrible. We tried our best. That's what I would tell my (laughs) kids. I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm completely serious, man. I know it. I know it. I'm terrified about it. I I really don't know what to do as an individual to to change Uh, anything.
3: And I don't know how to, uh, I don't even know how as a parent to get up with the times, right? Uh, you know, how do you get up with the times? You know, things are changing, things are progressing, you know, and, and social media has such an influence on everybody's day to day that, uh, you know, I, I pretty much try to distance myself for the most part from all that shit. And, and you think it's mostly negative? I would say a good percentage of it's fucking negative. I mean, there's some positive that comes out of it, right? Like there's good stories and shit. There always has been, right? But I you mean, mean social media now. as as a thing? Like it. I think social media is fucking negative. It's bad, man. It's yes. it's just not good for 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 everybody's day to day. You know, and it has no. There's no benefits from it. You know, especially, especially, I cannot imagine being a high schooler or a junior high kid nowadays. There's no break, man. There's yeah, that I could don't you think imagine a lot of benefits being a a kid that Stressful. gets bullied or or whatever it is, right? I mean that that's that's what happens nowadays, right? You know, and and then it carries on into social media and and where social media means so much to kids. You know, um, they're they're their their view on how they look on social media and, and all those things, like that's that's that means so much to, to all these kids nowadays and it's how sad. You, how old do you think you'll give your kids a phone? Fuck man. My daughter talks about it now at eight. It's scary. You know? How close are you? I'm not at all. Do you let her have tablet time or anything like that? She steals a phone every now and again. Yeah, I can rip that goddamn thing out of her phone. I cannot. I just don't want it. I don't want it. You know. I hate YouTube for kids shows. I think it's. It, it, I don't know. For some reason, it creeps me out. You know, we at nighttime even. You know, my kids got the Roku in their in their rooms, right? So they can get on and Netflix or whatever. But it's straight PBS Kids at night. You know, it's that's all they can watch, and PBS Kids has many good shows, and they've actually taught me shit. That's a good, PBS Kids Kids, Kids is great. Right? Like, uh, you know, uh, they've taught me quite a few things. Is Wild Kratz PBS? Wild Kratz. You a Wild Kratz man? Man, huge fan of Wild Kratz. I've learned so much from the Wild Kratz. Same with me. They they will come out here. Uh, You should watch it, dude. I don't know what... I'm aware of the crats, but... So, I mean, you know, they have they taught... Very respected in the... Uh, they have taught me so much about animals and, and like shit. Jeff Corwin level, and... The funny thing is, when you hear your seven-year-old come out and be like, oh, well, no, th- this monkey does this and this and this, and this is the tendencies, and then this, this, you know, like, what? You It's know? the best. Thank you, you know? When you're 3 old I'm glad you it, learned uh, that. It raises
1: its tail, <laughs> this signal that there's been danger. Exactly.
3: <laughs> exactly. So that, to me, is amazing, you know? It's cool. There's good things with technology and there's there's great things with technology but fuck man i mean and the Wildcrats are both technology's scary you know as a parent uh i don't know uh, i don't know it's a it's a really tough thing for to to digest right do you guys do
1: virtual reality reality at
3: your household no not much
1: hmm.
3: you know have you uh, tried it the like games or the or, meta quest no no oculus quest i thought about buying an oculus um uh, just to uh, i've heard i've heard that now i wanted to do it for the lightsaber the beat saber whatever I mean. it was but uh, uh kind of shot me down on that so they're very expensive <laughs> but they're, they're well if you consider what gaming systems cost like you know same price yeah Easily. i mean it's Easily it's plus. not too much more you what, know? what's a xbox these days a thousand bucks oh shit no yeah, i mean ps is a thousand bucks you know wow yeah do you still play
0: video games, Jeff? No, I gave my Xbox to Paul. Oh, like.
3: <laughs> you ever play Paul? Oh, uh, you know, uh, I did actually. Right when I got his Xbox, you know, he had one laying around. I'm like, "Well, fuck mm-hmm. me, you're gonna use a man? Like, you know, hook me
0: up." Then what he hooked the... me up, and, yeah. and... once like, once it, you had to like have the internet to <laughs> play a game, and you had to do all these software updates and stuff all the time. It just got too much. Like the plug and play was gone. I tell you what it was that's what happened to me the I brought it home it was, it's like I sometimes want I, brought it it home. I just want to plug in and play I don't want to,
3: it's like, I oh, plugged it, it in load. I started signing up for all this shit and I'm like wow it
1: takes a whole day to go through and just sign up like shit, and download Whoa, shit. You
3: know. and then and then you have to pay for this pass to that pass then you got to download this which costs 70 bucks and then you got
0: to do this over here that costs 5 bucks it was like done with holy shit, shit. the day it was like you had a game you want to cool blow stuff. on it. Cool stuff in the game. You had to beat it. The- it was different. Now it's like, hey, if you want the cool pack, it's forty bucks. Yeah, for me, you know, like
3: Xbox, especially. I loved Halo when I was a kid. I mean, I I loved to play it. You know. Uh, 10, 12, 13, 14, you know, that Halo, I love playing Halo, so I thought it'd be cool to f- get Xbox at the house and, and uh, you know, and try Halo out, and and but no, it's not the same, it's it's not the same, like, shit's changed so much, I mean, it, it still is charging me every month now, actually, you know, we pay for the game, and you pay for the game pass, whatever. Or, whatever. pass or whatever, yeah, man, and then you gotta, you know, it, it just, it, things have changed, yeah. things have changed, it's 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 a different world, and, and it, and it, <laughs> I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing in some ways, but uh, as a parent, I do. You know, it's a little intimidating as a parent. It's scary, man. Uh, you know, I just I think about it in relativity to kids trying to grow up, and uh, you know, I try to limit all that shit because I don't. We used to use our imaginations and go outside and find a you know, stick, whack something. Pick Fuck, up man, rush, I've, I've tried to give my kids the Funny, most the outside, and I still battle them every day sometimes, you know? Well, I, you know, they come up to me even before I came here, you know, I'm bored. Well, I don't, I don't care that you're bored, you know? Go, yeah, why are you go making find some me, fucking to do, why are you doing you know? me with your boredom? Yeah, I here. mean, I got a pool in the backyard, I got, I got a jungle gym, I got a clubhouse, I got, I got fucking quads for you to go, you know, I mean, I have so much for you guys to do, I, I, well what do you want me to do i'm not it's not my job to keep you guys occupied you know and i think that's something as a you know as a parent that's it's a tough
1: correlate because there's is so this, much just when you are are busy doing something else or when you're just chilling uh both right you know uh i shouldn't i i
3: i mean my parents never kept me occupied you know what i mean like i if i if they were doing something i'd go ride my bike right or yeah i'd go fishing a black
1: lake or you know what i mean Generational like there's a difference i think for sure and, I my parents didn't keep me on pet either. They would get real mad if I expected them to. They, and that's something
3: that's. Uh, I don't do that shit. I don't get mad at them, you know, necessarily. But it's I I, I I try to put things in perspective for them too. Like you know, listen, I have all these things for you guys to do. You yeah, know, and you guys are you you guys are more than content with you know find something to do.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. As a busy person, you don't have that much time outside of work right so the time you do have you have to split stuff that you need to do for your own personal survival like yeah. working out and preparing meals and things like that and then things you uh would like to do like yeah. hobbies and then also sp- spending time with people that you love including your kids like all that stuff has to fit in that extra time yeah and uh yeah you have to prioritize it so and the kids they they want it to be on their time like so if if it comes when you're relaxing, but I try to spend as much time as possible just hanging with the kids and doing kind of what they want to do. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's a... I don't know if I believe in spoiling a kid so much with like with time. I think with time and, and attention, I don't think you can spoil a kid the same way that you can with, like, presents and Sour Patch Kids.
3: Well, you know, a lot of it for me, too, is, is, uh, is toys that I've gotten them. You know, in some ways, right? So, you know, uh, uh, motorcycles... And, and quads and you know, all this shit takes upkeep, all this shit takes turn wrenches and uh, a travel trailer and you know, all these things take and require work, you know. So if we want to go do this, well it's gonna it's gonna take my time to fix this or do that and to, to carry on. You know what I mean? Or Do they ever try to help you? And yeah, then, oh yeah. But, and, but then it becomes like seven more jobs. Well I have to say my kids are pretty good about that. You know, they know when they've uh Maybe sometimes Hoover stayed there. Well, you know, in some ways, like you what know. can I do now, Dad? What can I do you now? Know, what can I do now? And I appreciate in in a lot of ways, I do. Uh, um, you it's know, it's cute. It is, and it, it is. is helpful. Honestly, sometimes it is great. But you know, uh, and I wish sometimes that they would be right there with me, turning wrenches. You know, <laughs> like you know, just before I came here, I was, you know, we have a jet ski that you know uh, it, it had a problem. So when we were camping this last time uh, before I came here, we. We, we we had a problem with our jet ski, so I'm trying to figure that out for them because they want to go tubing, they want to go do this, and they want to go fast on the jet ski. Well, well, this takes maintenance, you know. This takes this and this and this. We have to figure this problem out to carry on, you know.
1: So, do you teach them how to do that? It's kind of as uh, you go. I mean, let them you watch know, you do it and show in a lot of ways talk about what's going yeah, on.
3: Yeah, because I want them to understand that it's not just hey, we get to go here and then have all this fun and then come back home. You know, no, it takes. All this effort... To do all these things, you know, and I don't just buy brand new shit. And we go to these places, you know, like I have fun on a, in a on a budget in a lot of ways, you know. And I, I try to find things that sometimes it bites me in the ass, you know, and I got to do a lot more work than I want to. Or, but we still have a lot of fun, you know. And 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 I try to I try to get the most out of it for for as little money as I got to spend, you know, because in a lot of ways I never had that when I was a kid, you know, and 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 i try to give that to them but i try to make them respect that in so many ways because it's you know it doesn't just happen for free also but it also takes some time and effort you know And this time and effort that's well spent because look how much fun we have when all that time and effort is spent you know what i mean so um uh, you make good memories like that. Good memories, man. And, and and some with camping for us is, fuck, we made a lot of great memories with camping because camping is is one of those things that uh, it's really hard to beat. I, I love camping. Both Alyssa and I, we've... We've done a lot of it, and we enjoy it. We enjoy the shit out of it, you know. And uh, we stopped tent camping for a while ago. You know, we do a little bit of tent camping here on the island, or we'll go to Brookfield. We went to Brookfield last year, and but tent camp for us is uh, kind of the best. We bought a travel trailer, you know, so having mm-hmm. a travel trailer, you get to where you're going. The parents can actually enjoy themselves. You know, we don't have to set up all this shit to to have fun camping. You know, and and we get to enjoy these beautiful places. By just pulling in and setting up and, you know, mommy and daddy get to have a drink here and, or, or, you know, you a, enjoy
1: ourselves. able to have, you know, private time in the trailer? How do you do that with the kids around? Well, that's, it's, you know, that's a tough one. You know, the trailer's rocking. voices and
3: quiet strokes <laughs> It's a tough one. You know, that's, it's a... That's it. Secrets
1: of the trade, huh? That,
3: that's it, you know? You, you gotta get them knocked out. You gotta wear the shit out of them, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and it always happens camping, because you're always, you usually have a busy fucking day every day. Either in the sun, or 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 you know, we'll go in the wintertime, we'll go up to Mount Hood, we'll play in the snow all day, or, you know what I mean? So it's 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 always busy. Every time we go camping, it's always busy, you know? And, and we have just as much fun as they do, you know? and, and It's something as parents that we enjoy just as much as they do you know so it, it, that's that's it's it's fun for us you know and we've always enjoyed that because we've we've traveled the places that now i mean uh, before i went to alaska this year we went to yosemite uh, national park Fucking beautiful. I fully recommend going to Yosemite. I mean, it was it was gorgeous. It was yeah, it was it like awesome, man. It was like straight out of a painting, or or, or or you know, it looked like a Jurassic Park movie. We came around this corner, man, and you you would look into this valley, and it was fucking beautiful. There was five waterfalls coming off mountaintops and and sh- I mean, it was it, you couldn't even speak of it. It was amazing, you know. So, being able to go see those places and and having a travel trailer makes it that much. Inexpensive. I mean, yeah, you gotta pay for fuel. I mean fuel right now is through the roof. It's going back shit. down a little bit. But yeah, you know, uh we paid a shitload of fuel, you know. <laughs> yeah. California was six fifty or something like that for diesel at the time.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we should probably wrap this up. Well, sounds good. I'm gonna finish this drink. Thank you guys so much for coming. It has been a pleasure. Any, any closing thoughts? Pull the tansy. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely pull that tansy. What's the pull the tansy? I don't know that inside one. Noxious weeds. Oh, the tansy. Tansy's out and it's bad stuff. Got to pull it. Get rid of it, throw it throw it away. What's tansy it like? It's bushy, kind of yellow flowers, big green stalks. Gotcha. Grows in like disturbed areas. Oh shit. <laughs> get it, get on the internet, you'll you'll or... find it right away.
2: Well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This disturbed area all right guys thank you for bearing with me through the technical difficulties this was a difficult it was podcast It was I'm sorry a couple days worth yeah twice in a row that's uh, all right but, though I really appreciate it and uh thank you so much thanks for having me Jeff bye everybody bye, oh <clears throat> thank you guys
3: it will end up a good podcast I think so I'm
0: gonna go grab my darkened dog
3: was that him just barking outside? Yeah, I was going to chase the bark. <laughs> well, later. What time is it? Jesus, oh, Jeff. <laughs> <You> fucking <laughs> bring the dog.
1: I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Ramble by the River. If you did, it really helps us out if you leave us a rating or a review. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And if you want to get more involved and support the show, you can subscribe to our Patreon page for exclusive content, bonus episodes, and a Ramble by the River t-shirt with every Royal Rambler subscription after three months. Instructions for how to join are at ramblebytheriver.com. Click the subscribe link, and it's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Thanks again for listening. Come back next week. Bye.
2: Nobody take me here and I-